Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Maybe if this guy had a real hamburger, he wouldn't act like this. He probably needed a real burger. Damn it, all I've had are beet burgers! Give me a real hamburger! This is iron deficiency. You know, I have no idea. I haven't had red meat in six years. I'm gonna eat this guy's face! Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavaka, dude! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Whoopah! Watch your profanity! Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Today's a very special day because it's Wild Card Wednesday. That's yes. right. Send in your dumb questions and topics at Man and Bone 971 on Twitter. Before we get to some wild cards. Yes. You know what warms me? What warms you? You know, in 2022, we're dealing with uncertainty in a lot of different areas everything costs more right yeah doesn't matter what it is everything costs more gas food living expenses everything costs more clippers are wrapping up their season tonight over at huntington park and it warms me that they're still doing dime a dog night that's great dime a dog night go out have a hot dog for a dime how nice of them. That's I love that. That's uh that's a really nice thing. They've been I, taking a loss on that for years. Yeah, but are they cuz I mean, yes. they're getting you out to the well, but I'm saying they're getting you out to the ballpark. You're probably not just buying hot dogs and that's right. it. Why can't you just say that's nice of them? Congratulations. No, I'm I am. I'm saying they're they, they know could what have they're changed doing. it to a quarter dog. Oh yeah. They keep it at a dime. I've seen some of the places that are like dollar dog night at, you know, like a major league game. And it's like, get out of here with your dollar dog night. They should be a dollar anyway. They're hot dogs. What are we talking about? But yeah, diamond dog. Now that's a deal. You can't get that at the supermarket. No, you, you factor in the cost of, you know, the buns and the dog. Never mind any condiments. Well, and the, the person they have to pay to stand there and cook it for you. That's what I'm saying. There's no, you're right on that. They are probably taking just straight up a loss on the dog, but Probably not on everything else. Like a Costco chicken. They oh, say yeah. they say they take losses on that. They chicken. take a loss on that and the food, right? Like I they go, know. I think because you get a hot dog and a drink for like a buck fifty or something. They still do that deal, and they say I think that gives them that's a loss too. Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, I have plenty of them to start off with. I wanted to find one specifically to start off with though that I had from earlier. Oh, um, this one is from Matt, and I think Matt has captured kind of the mood of wildcard Wednesday. Okay. Just to get us started right off the bat, he says, my guys. And then he says, if you were arrested and the reason wasn't obvious, what would your spouses assume you did? The reason wasn't obvious. So like it just, they say like he was arrested in a parking lot or something. It, you know, it wouldn't be like he was arrested at the scene of a murder. You know what I mean? If they just said you're My arrested, wife probably would assume it was murder. Really? That I had flipped out and killed somebody. I think my wife would assume that I picked up something at a store, walked around with it, and then forgot I had it in my hand and just walked out. I, like can, something, see, I can see you doing that. something absent minded where I walked out, wasn't intending to steal it, but then just walked Actually, out the, the door. The, the first, I'm not your wife, but I do spend a lot of time with you. Yes, right. The first thing I would think about for you would be prostitute. Oh, well, thanks. First thing? Yeah. 
Male Pros- or female? Prostitute. Just it out of curiosity. Matter. Oh, What's okay. the difference? Right. Well, that's, Whatever gets your pleasure. Your instinct is correct. Yeah. Um, no, what I about was, Teddy? What would he be arrested for? Uh, Ted, now, I, I don't mean this in a bad way, because Ted is a gentle soul from everything I've ever seen, but occasionally Ted will just pop up out of nowhere and be like, he should die! And you're like, whoa! I didn't, that was, that was a little strong. I think Ted's got a little serial killer in him. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's what the Queen said, so that's kind of the obvious uh, way to go. All, all killing aside, though. And kidding? Public fornicating with you, Teddy. <laughs> Public, like now, one of those, like you're filming a YouTube video yeah. in a TJ Maxx changing room. That's what I get. Think you're getting popped for. Actually, now I will say this: real talk. I think if you said Panama Ted's been arrested, I would think it was because someone was trying to mess with his car, and he he like walked out of the store, saw the person at the door, like trying to, and he started fighting the person because ted you like your car you you keep your car very nice yeah and then i murdered that person right that's what i that's what i'm saying like ted (laughs) i could see that happening you i could see a road rage incident i could see you like screaming at someone incidents grocery store rage road rage (laughs) i don't see you pulling over though and getting out to argue i see someone coming up to you and then maybe you like run them over i think i could see that all right uh, send in your wild card Wednesdays. Miles Garrett apparently suffered a shoulder sprain and a biceps strain. What is the difference between a sprain and a strain? That's a great question for someone who's a doctor. Well, but I'm just saying, in this article, it said shoulder sprain, but biceps strain. Uh, is it be, is, again, not a doctor. It might be the difference between what those things are. Like, I don't think you can sprain a muscle, and I don't think you can strain a joint. I think you can sprain a joint and strain a muscle, right? So the it means the muscle has been stretched, if I remember correctly, and the joint has been stretched, right. but not so, like not separated, maybe, and it. not like his okay. bicep was ripped in I'm half. Sorry, I asked. Sounds like his arm is sore, is what I would gather from arm all that. Arm is sore as it's well the same as arm. cuts and bruises during his car accident. Andrew Barry says he's already cleared concussion protocol. His status for this weekend is up in the air, but all right. At least we don't have head injuries to worry about. Sounds like he's bruised and banged up, but this does not sound like something that's going to keep him out long term, even if he doesn't play this weekend. Yeah, I did see a few of the players kind of chiming in on this, and uh, th- there were multiple players kind of adding the sentiment of, "Hey, if he doesn't, if he doesn't play this weekend, we totally get it. Like he, there's do do what you need to do. Take care of yourself. Take this week." get better, feel better, don't try to push it to get back on the field. And I, I respect that. I know it shook up the locker room from from all accounts there that you know players were pretty taken aback when they heard that he had flipped his car multiple times after they probably just saw him. He was well, at the facility. Probably saw pictures of the car too. Yeah, of course, like everybody did. They probably thought the worst when they first heard he's at the hospital, but hopefully they were able to get some better info than the general public was right off the bat. But yeah, that would, that would be certainly a, a concern because I'm sure a lot of those guys aren't driving around in, you know, nothing cars. I'm not I don't know if speed was a factor there. I'm just saying the fact that he's in a sports car, you might be going maybe fast in the car, accelerating quickly. Even if you're not going above the speed limit, you can still accelerate quickly in those cars and maybe, you know, something jumps out. I, I know there were rumors of, you know, maybe an animal jumped out or something and he tried to avoid it. I don't know. I think it was Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph <laughs> jumped out of the bushes. Yes. Why well, I, I gotta be honest, I don't know if he's avoiding Mason Rudolph, I think he'd just say, well, let's well, just no, see Well, no, he was happens. aiming for him. Oh, aiming. Mason okay. Rudolph was like a scared deer. He tried to run back into the woods. Yes. And Miles Garrett said, I'm going to track this guy down. 
Yeah, Rudolph the Racist Reindeer. I got you. Got it. I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, Greg Norman talked about the enormous interest Liv was getting from television networks, said they had five or six very interested parties, and it was just a matter of time before they had a TV deal. Well, the way, he talked, about it, the way he talked about it, it sounded like at the moment we're speaking, the paper is flying, emails are being sent. It's a offers, formality. Something's going to get done. flying through the interwebs. We're just trying to get the best offer in line. I call BS because if there were that much interest in your product, you wouldn't be waiting this long to get it on television. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So now, that enormous interest that he talked about means that Liv is essentially going to produce an infomercial on FS1. They are stealing Ron Popeil's pocket fisherman business model. They are going to pay Fox, not the other way around. They're going to pay Fox to get their product on FS1. Yeah. They're in charge of all the production costs. Fox will not, you know, do any of that. They're in charge of all the advertising, selling that. Fox has no business. They have, they have no desire to sell advertising for live, which I find very interesting. I'm not making some sort of, you know, divisive statement. I don't think here when I say that Fox has a lot of programming on that, Rubs people the wrong way on some of their channels. Tucker oh, Carlson, yeah. for example, is one of those guys. Fox goes out with Tucker Carlson, as divisive as you think he is, and they're still able to say, regardless of the controversy this guy generates, the ratings are so good, we can still get advertising for this. They are used to selling controversial products to advertisers. There are people out there willing to pay. Fox with Live is saying... We're not touching that. Too hot for TV. We, we don't think anybody will buy advertising for Liv. Tucker Carlson, we can sell. Liv, we can't well, that, sell at that's, all. That's a good barometer, right? I mean, whatever you think of Tucker Carlson, the idea there is certainly not that he is uh, without controversy, without, without baggage, without things that people say. And yet they find advertisers plenty fine for his program because it gets numbers. And so that should tell you all you need to know about the numbers Liv is not getting. I also want to remind people of what, like, how this has worked in the past. The, t- the way TV has worked in the past when it comes to sports is obviously like the NFL. We know about those deals. NFL, Major League Baseball, these networks bid on and try to be the ones to land the contract, and they pay gobs and gobs of money to get these sports on their network. Then usually what the next tier would be, you know, a startup sport or league, maybe it's some games that are just... Of a type of, maybe it's like spring football. We, we, I was going to say, we see it right. with spring football. A lot of times with those leagues, what may happen, I'm not saying it happened with you know the ones that are currently in play, but there have in the past been agreements between, in sports that, that are in that level, where they'll say, all right, we're not going to pay for that, but we will give you the airtime. We get to sell the ads, though. And then you get the exposure. And and a lot of times those TV or those those sports properties will say, yeah, that's great. Because then you're handling the production value. You're handling all of that stuff and getting advertisers. You can test drive. It's more or less a way to say, see if you like it. And if the numbers bear out that it's worth your time and you can get advertisers for it, then in a few years when we want to do a new deal, we might open it up for bidding. But you'll get first dibs because you gave us free airtime. They're not even willing to do that with this product. They're saying you have to pay us and you, the sports entity, you handle all the back end stuff too. That's like below the spring football tier or the major league lacrosse tier or things like that that maybe don't get the prime time viewing that you would expect for the NFL and NBA and stuff like that. Now, I wonder how they're going to present this because back in the day, 
with infomercials, with any type of paid programming, you had to disclose at the beginning of the of the show that this was paid programming. So there'd be a little disclaimer well, they still on there. Do where they say the the this program, on the this, program, this paid programming is brought to you by Ron Popeil or Ronco or whatever. I wonder if they're going to have that for Live Golf. <laughs> this paid programming is brought to you by Live Golf, and then a picture of Greg Norman's face pops up. The views expressed on Live Golf do not represent the shows or sponsors of Fox yeah. Sports. Well, so much interest, Bone. Wow, so much interest. That is right again. A bald faced lie. Just. Which stop, we knew. Just stop lying. Can they, if, if they would, imagine if Liv just woke up one day and said, hey, we're all in this for the money and no one really wants to watch it, but we don't care because we're all making tens of millions of dollars. Hi, I'm Greg Norman. I did this because I need the money. I, I would still not be thrilled about the idea, but at least I would say, well, they're being honest with you for, for once. That, that's not happening anytime soon. LeBron is involved with pickleball. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Front Street south of West Fulton Street. This accident involves injuries. Please be careful over here. And a disabled vehicle blocking the right lane of I-71 southbound at Spring Street. Odette Cruiser on scene. Please use caution here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Listen to this show and feel better about yourself. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. We told you in the last segment that uh, Live Golf is essentially going to be paying Fox for an infomercial. They're going to pay for airtime on FS1. They have to control all the production cost. They have to sell their own advertising, which is extremely odd in the world of sports. Uh, what type of advertising are they going to get? I have no idea. Well, I take that back. I do know because we have some uh, we have some ads. Oh, have they already started selling ads for this? That's amazing. They, well, they're getting I mean, on the it's, ball. It's they want such a good product they want to get on it quickly i understand you got to go out there real quick and find advertisers once you find all out these companies got the TV deal. right i mean all these companies i mean the super bowl is a long way away but it's already 100 percent sold out yeah of course so this is just a rumored deal it hasn't even been finalized yet but advertisers are jumping on board with live let's take a listen alex jones here for lizard cream lizard cream is the easiest way to tell if your loved ones have turned into a shape-shifting lizard person if nothing happens when you put the cream on their skin, you'll know they're a shapeshifter. Also, don't put lizard cream on your own skin because uh, it burns really bad. Yeah. Unless you're a shapeshifter, then it won't burn. That's how you know. Available in one-gallon tubs for $269. No tax ever because I'm not giving the government a penny of my money. Go to AustraliaIsn'tReal.com and use promo code Kyrie Irving to get 1776% off your order. I'm Alex Jones, and I also don't believe in hurricanes. Wow. Pretty effective. That, <laughs> I just went to the website. Did you? Did put it, in the promo did, code. Did well, how's <laughs> promo code check and see Kyrie? who's a lizard person around this radio station. Just don't put it on yourself. I'm told that that's, that, that's ineffective if no, you do that. No, Here's another one. Hey, that's a nice new truck you're driving there. 
All this? That's just my new Saab Diesel 3500. Did you say Saab? I thought they were out of business. They make diesel trucks? Yeah, and they personally guarantee they'll kill a baby orca for every year you own your Saab Diesel 3500. Oh, wow. Saab hates the planet almost as much as I do. Maybe even more. Saab, we're back. And we make trucks now. It's a good tag. Catchy. We're back and we make trucks now. They found a company that is, what do they call that? Like an emerging company? Swedish. Saab. Well, yeah, but I'm saying they they were done. Right, yeah. Sob's Sob's been gone. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, they're reshaping the Swedish truck industry, just like Live mm-hmm. is reshaping golf. I bet uh, they one are. more. This is not a, an ad as much as it is a PSA. Okay, so, here you go, Daddy. Yes, Kelsey. When I grow up, I want to be the president of the United States of America. <laughs> Huzzah! No, honey, that's a that's not a possible scientific fact that women can't be president. Now, go on and play with your toy vacuum. Toxic masculinity. Spread it around. Wow. I tell you, everybody in these commercials sounds a little bit like you. Huh? What? Shocking huh? to me. Sorry, my, my headphones just cut out. Why did I miss what you said? You repeat that? Check. Is this is this thing on? Okay. Good. Hey, you love pickleball. This I know. Oh, I hate pickleball. Well, now you can love it because your favorite guy, LeBron, is investing in Major League Pickleball. What? Yeah. Le- LeBron, Draymond Green, Kevin Love, Maverick Carter. Oh, God. They're all why? investing. Why? Because, I'll tell you why. Because here's what Major League Pickleball founder Steve Kuhn said in a statement. Mm-hmm. Pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the country. Blech. By the way... Every single fringe sport in the country the cl- fastest claims growing that sport. Yeah, it's the because it's almost like sport. there's no way to verify it. Yeah, I mean, is there a is there a is there a like central office we could go to that is year after year saying growing sports no, in America? Because then, like the esports people, are there saying fastest growing growing sport in America. You got the curling people there yelling. Curling it. is growing fast. Everything's right? growing fast. Everything's the fastest, fastest growing. growing sport. But pickleball says they're really the fastest growing. Tell people why you hate pickleball. Well, a few reasons. Number one, I'm not a big fan. Like wiffle ball, also not my thing. Like play baseball. But I mean, if again, if if you're a child and that's all you can play is wiffle ball because it's not, you know, you're not you're four. I get it. Play play wiffle ball. But if you're a like a kid or anybody above a kid age, play baseball or softball. Those are fine sports to play. Pickleball is like, well, we we wanted to play tennis, but we're not good enough to play tennis, so we're gonna play pickleball. Now, my caveat there is the opposite of wiffle ball. If you are over a certain age, or you are just someone who is like, yeah, I mean, I have arthritis, I can't I used to play tennis, I can't anymore. Pickleball is a fine sport. But it annoys me when people like professional pickleballers, it's like a like a twenty four year old athlete who could get after it on tennis court is like, no, nah, I've elected to play pickleball. Get out of here. I have no patience for that. Drew Brees already is involved in uh, this thing. Well, look, that's great. Good. I'm sure it will make them money. The other, or it won't. I don't care. The other reason, of course, that I hate pickleball is because where I go to play basketball at the Y, the local Y I go to, they have a robust pickleball league. But that pickleball league is not supposed to get on the court. The I want to say it again, <clears throat> basketball court 
they are not supposed to be there until eight o'clock. I get up in the mornings and sometimes am working out six six thirty to seven, somewhere in that range, on the basketball court. And by workout, I mean shooting little jumpers. That's it. That's a nice workout. Yeah, but I'm not like running up and down doing you know so what four line drills it's, it's stuff your like time. that. Your time on the court, but it's an open gym. Anyone can go in there and do whatever. You, there's a guy who sometimes goes in there and does samurai sword. I'm not making it up. He brings a wooden samurai, not like sharp, like a wooden fake sword. But he does samurai moves, and he's over in the other corner. And me and samurai guy are in there just doing our thing. I'm sure he's getting lots of poon. <laughs> I'm telling you. I wish I could. I, I got to ask guy. him teaching my moves. So or I want to learn his moves is what I mean. Anyway, they don't have the court pickleballers until 8 a.m. It's it's in stone. It's on the schedule. 8 a.m. So 7.15 rolls around and these guys start putting in and they start getting their stuff out and they start putting it out there. They put the nets out on the court and then they look at me like they've stood there at the three point line when I'm shooting free throws trying to finish up. And they look at me at like 7.20 and they're like, are you done yet? And I'm like, I'm sorry, is it 40 minutes from now? No, I'm not done yet. And they get all huffy. So uh, my experience with pickleball is soured by the specific pickleball people I am around. Well, here's what you need to do. You need to go see a world-class pickleball tournament in person. Good news. You can. Major League Pickleball's 2022 season finale will be held in Columbus from October 14th through the 16th with 48 players competing for the largest single event prize purse, $319,000. Wow, that's a lot of money. In pickleball history, that's very exact. Not 320. No. $319,000. The winning team will earn a hundred grand. A hundred grand for the winning team. Now, I will say this. Part of my weight loss, fitness journey motivation has been... Pickleball? No, I, what I want to do is I want to get in shape enough that then I could go play the pickleballers and I can kick their ass. And then I'm going to put it... I'm going to go like a like an 80s movie. I'm going to walk in there and be like, all right, guys, it's on the line. Extra hour of basketball you time? You to bring some muscle? Or an you? extra hour? No, no. Because I've, we have lots of former Buckeyes who work here. No, no, no. I've held my own with these people. But they like they will stand there and kind of try to intimidate me. And I just laugh at them. I'm like, what do you want me to do? And they're like, it's, it's you know, we usually set up early. And I said, well, that's good. I'm not usually here at this time. But I was, like, one night I worked late. I, you know, we have those Thursday night things we do. Got one this Thursday night, by the way. We're going to be out going to watch NFL games. 971thefan.com to find out where. But... When I do that, sometimes I get up a little later. I don't get there till like 6.30, 6.45. And the pickleball people get in my way. And I, I don't like it. I'm not a fan of pickleball. All, right. all because of them. T-Bone hates you. Pickleball, Marysville, that's, that's, that's A-holes. Right. That's right. Uh, Jacket's making some news today. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident involving injuries on Front Street south of West Fulton Street. Still working to get this one clear. Please use caution over here. And an earlier disabled vehicle is cleared from I-71 southbound at Spring Street, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. Family Dollar has more for Halloween. Find everything for the perfect celebration, from costume accessories to spooky decorations, paper and plasticware, and don't miss their variety of candy from your favorite brands. Family Dollar, helping you do more. Eliana Ray with Fan Traffic. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. We had some day baseball today. 
if you want to call it day baseball. Some people call it torture. Reds and Pirates. Uh, Pirates winning in extras. Four to three. Now the Reds were down three to nothing going into the ninth. And then three straight homers, Teddy. Right? Was it three straight? No, they had a uh, home run, and then it was like a, a double, and then a home run. Okay. Something like that. All yeah. right. So three runs quickly. How about that? They get the umpire from the Mets game to call three straight balks on the pitcher, because that was, <laughs> was pretty interesting last yeah. night. It's but the Reds, the Reds lose anyway, so that is uh, loss number, what, 91 on the season? No, I, it's more than that. Uh, yeah, because they, they are at 96 now, I Are think? they at 96 now? Yeah. So if they lose four of their last six, right, they'll hit go. 100. Let's get to 100. Anyway, yeah, let's do it. Uh, Matty Andrews brought this stat to my attention today. Since Major League Baseball expanded to 162 games in the early 60s, the Reds have lost 90 or more games, including this season, 11 different seasons. Six of those 11 have been under the Castellini ownership reign. Whew. Bad. So bad. Hey, man. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? That's their attitude. They're doing it. everything they can do. You know, sometimes you put a good team on the field. Sometimes you embarrass yourself. Or most of the time you embarrass yourself. Yeah. Uh, they they are they are not doing a good job. And the Castellinis should be ashamed of themselves. But uh, looking for billionaires who have shame. I'll, I'll wait. Now, and, Teddy, and I say billionaires in air quotes because I don't think they are. Well, yes, with their assets, they are. Right, but I'm saying... They can sell the Cincinnati Reds tomorrow and be billionaires. Right, but that's, unfortunately, that's the only thing they have, and that's why they kind of run that club the way they do. Unfortunately. Yeah, you're right. No, I'm saying, unfortunately, they wouldn't have any access to free money, essentially. I know, I'm saying, unfortunately, for Reds fans, they know that. They know that they don't have any wealth beyond that, and they're just looking at holding that thing on and trying to get profit from it. They're not looking at it as like, oh, yeah, this is a fun thing we do because we're billionaires and we have a bunch of other things. This is their thing. Teddy, you are Mm -hmm. usually not the fan, and it pisses me off that roots against your team. Even if things are bad, you'll turn on the game, you'll root for your team to win. The season's almost over. You're staring at 100 games. Please tell me you're watching these games now and rooting for your team to lose. I am not rooting to get to Come 100 Come on, get losses. to 100. No, that's embarrassing. I mean, it's already embarrassing, but I don't want to be all oh, there, the 100 oh, team. Oh, that that's, would be embarrassing. <laughs> no, but yeah, getting the swept top. out by the Pirates this week, not embarrassing at all. That's also embarrassing, but I want to try to limit that as much as but, possible. But, Ted, may I just posit? That as much as it might embarrass you, doesn't it embarrass the Castellinis slightly more? Or like anyone you hate in the Reds front office, doesn't it embarrass them a little bit that their team is this bad? Well, I think that stat that uh, Common Man just mentioned, that's the embarrassment, the over 90 losses, you know, and they're already there. So, Well, keep adding to the, by adding a season where you have 100 losses. I'm sure they don't have a lot of those in Reds history, but they will now if they get there. Reds history, good news is Reds history, not very long. (laughs) They're kind of a newer team. Not very long. Yeah. Do you want some wild cards? Oh, I would love... It's wild card Wednesday, isn't it? It is. Uh, Dustin says, my guys, Mega Millions and Super Lotto are both three... I don't know what Super Lotto is. Mega Millions and... uh, What's the other one? Powerball. Powerball. Yeah. Yeah. They're both $300 million each this week. Okay. You have... If you, you win one of them, where are you building your mansion and what is the one thing it must have? Um, As far away from people as I possibly can but still have access to high speed internet mm, so, I see and I don't want like satellite internet I don't want that crap 
I'm, I want I'm, a fiber line. I'm building a house in the woods. That's where I'm. I want some. I See, want I some wooded want, areas. I, I want. I want acreage near, near woods. Near woods. I want acreage in the woods, but I want a cleared yes area. So nothing falls on your house, right? Because you got woodpeckers and weird things living out there. Woodpeckers and, is the first thing you're afraid of. Oh my of? god! I got a woodpecker at the house right now. Oh, can I see him? Please take pictures. I love woodpeckers. Take pictures. I, I'm trying to kill him. I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get some kill suet. this thing. Just get some suet Dude, and let him I've go to tried town. everything. No, I've tried everything. No, suet will, he'll feed on the suet and he'll leave alone whatever. What's he doing? Is he hitting something he's, on your house? He's pecking the columns on my front porch. Well, see, you need to put a feeder out and then he'll leave those alone. He's looking for worms. He's hungry. There's no worms I, in there. I understand what he's doing. He's stupid. He's one stu. And you know what's funny about him? He only shows up during the week. It's like on the weekends. Oh, yeah. When I have time to actually look for him. Because I'm sitting out. Christian will say, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking out the window waiting for the woodpecker. I got my little slingshot. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to take this thing out. Oh, my God. I would light this thing on fire if I could. I'm going to get a flamethrower. And get this thing. I'm telling you. But he doesn't show up on Saturdays and Sundays because it's the weekend. He's at some sort of beach house woodpecker. Get him Get him some suet and I promise he'll leave that alone and he'll go eat the food. He wants food. I've tried the suet. Do you put food out? Yes, I've got a little thing that has suet in it. And And by the way, every other bird in the universe comes over to that thing too. He doesn't like it. Oh. Or he takes a little taste of that and says, I'm going right back to the porch. Well, I then- put an owl up. I put those stupid streamer things up. I've done it all. I'm moving. I'm going to sell this house. You know what you do? Replace those uh, those little uh, porch studs with titanium. Or some, just any metal, really. And yeah, just okay. Let that, him fly that's good. There. Then he flies in one time, lands I'll on put it. stripper poles in the front porch. There That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> The well, aluminum I'm poles. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had this big issue with James your Harden's out there just throwing money at my house. I'm, no, James. There's no naked ladies on these poles. Is it a is it a red belly? Do we know? Is it a is it a red? It's a woodpecker. Right. What's the difference? New children's book idea. Problems with your pecker. Woodpecker. You have woodpeckers. That's a problem. The Jackets made some news today. They signed defenseman Andrew Peak. My guy. My guy, too. To a three-year, $8.25 million extension. The Athletics says that Andrew Peake sucks. I don't believe that. I, I actually either. think he's one of the guys that made tremendous strides last year. He was playing the World Championships this offseason, and he was good there. So I like this. Yeah, well, here's the thing I've come to realize with that Athletic article. Everyone that Jackets fans are like, hey, that guy was good last year, and we kind of feel like he turned a corner and might be better this year. The athletic was like, don't believe it. Won't happen you know, again. Bone, I'm not usually the type of guy to overrate the guys who play on my team. And, you know, I can look at Zach Wierenski's contract and say that was too much. Well, I, yes, but I, it I'm was also news on they that. wanted to make sure they had a stud right. defenseman to build around. And that's, they do. that's fine. But I'm telling you, Andrew Peake's not a bad player. No. He, he could become a very good player, and he's starting to get a little bit of grit to him, too, which this team desperately needs. I don't feel like it's bad, to your point, to look at players who improved and then say, well, that's never going to last. It's one thing if that guy is you know, 38 years old, then maybe you say, wow, that was shocking. I don't know if that's going to happen again. But for most players, especially you know, guys still in the first half of their careers, if they show improvement, in a newer system, new coach, some new pieces in, it's not wrong to think maybe that guy will continue to progress and be better 
the next year. But that Jackets piece at The Athletic that you mentioned, the other thing I found about that was everything that Jackets fans think is going well, they're like, don't believe it. Everything that Jackets fans are like, hmm, I'm not so sure about that one. They're like, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. It's great. Goaltending, no problems. And you're like, sure, okay, I hope so. I hope you're right. I want that to be true. It's just, it was like being contrarian for contrarian's sake. Jackets hosting the Sabres tonight. Some people like to call them the Sabres. 6.45 right here on The Fan. We told you yesterday that the Seahawks will be up for sale soon. There may be another team up for sale soon. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of Front Street south of West Fulton Street. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual delays. Another five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Recycle your old technology free during Staples Free Tech Take Back. Items like old modems, mice, and mobile phones, or cables, calculators, and camcorders. Staples Rewards members get $5 back in rewards. Exclusions apply. Limit one reward per month. Visit staples.com slash recycling. Recycle at Staples. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. I got plenty of those if you want them. All right, give me a couple. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Bradley says, what is your biggest fear or phobia? Dying. Really? I would have thought that would have been high on your list. No, see... That's where you're wrong. You know I'm a complex guy. Yes. I I yearn for the sweet relief of death, but I don't. I'm not the type of person that has any answers or ideas of what happens after death. And mm. you know that I I need routine. You want to know? I thrive right. on you, routine. Yes, you like routine I planning. Need, I need planning and certainty, and that is the one thing I cannot plan for, and it terrifies me. You would not have liked the churches I grew up in. And this is not knocking these churches. It's just something I realized I didn't do well in in my time because they taught us that, you know, like the, the you've heard, like the Left Behind series. Kirk yeah, Cameron. Kirk remember Cameron, those? Right. right. Okay. I think Nicolas Cage did. Did he do one of those? Did okay. he do those? Yeah, maybe, maybe he did a, a new version or something. I don't know. Anyway, those books were very popular when I was back when I was banging, as the kids say, when I was in, you know, the youth group and church circles. And so that, like, a lot of what they talked about was like, hey, one day, you're just going to be there, and all the people who believe, they're gone. Like, we're going to go up to heaven, and that's it. And so as a kid, believing that I was going and doing all that, I had this, like, existential thought in my head of like, well, Tuesday, I'm going to be playing in a rec league basketball game, if the Lord tarries. That's what people used to say all the time, like, well, if we're still here. It's like, if we're still here, like, maybe we won't be. And so everything I had in my life was like, well, I think I'm going to go on a date next week if we're here. That if, popped in your head every single time? Oh, lots of times. Yes. It was, I'm saying I think that would drive you nuts to think, well, I think I'm going to do this unless I'm not. And just that that was constantly over my head. But now I've just replaced that with sheer death. So I mean, if, if, either if way. you take death out of it, you know, oddly enough, what my answer probably is. What's that? Public speaking. Really? You're I that do, afraid I, of it? I do this for a living. I talk to thousands of people, but I'm talking to a microphone. I'm talking to a few people in a room. You put me on a podium in front of a hundred people, I lose my mind. Wow. That's interesting. 
Yeah, I guess you're right because it is something where you're just in front of a few people. It's not the same as here where like, we're just right. This is this is out. us, you know, talking, doing a job conversation. Yeah. yeah. If I could see everybody who was listening to me right now, I'd probably be terrified. True enough. Yeah my uh, my phobias still are like stuff like creaking in the night, things like that. I'm just not a fan of noises at night. But you don't That's believe not- in any of it. No, I believe that like someone could break into the house. Oh, okay. That's right, like right. I'm saying, that's more of like I hear a noise at night, I'm up, I'm like, what's that? I gotta figure it out. And then I go around like an idiot, being the type of person who like, yeah, he was found dead instantly because he came out naked and was just with his forehead first, just walked right into the room where the guy was, and he hit him over the head and now he's dead. Give me another one. Ryan Day's beard says, Do you have any hot sauce preferences for different things, or do you have a general use? hot sauce no i have uh like if i'm doing chinese food then it's you know sriracha sauce sure right if i'm i actually i here's i take my fat ass to a whole new level okay so when i go get fast food i have like a go bag in the car i have extra you know straws and forks whatever i happen to need whatever whatever they forget sometimes in the bag i have that I have trays, I have paper plates, and I have napkins. I have this at all times in the car. Okay. I also have... I I respect the game. I have some hot sauces that I keep in the car. Mm -hmm. One of them is a habanero green sauce. I have forgotten the name of it, but it's usually in the ethnic food aisle. Bottle or like packets? Oh, I didn't know if you had packets or a bottle of this. No, it's a bottle. I use that exclusively for my McDonald's hash brown. Oh, I've never put, I can't believe I've never tried that, but yes, I will. I use hot that sauce hot on sauce a hash brown. on the hash brown. Hot sauce hash brown. I've never done that. Why has McDonald's never done that, by the way? Spicy hash brown. You, I'm sure they could do that. Just dust it with something. But if I'm doing like a Chipotle bowl or a hothead bowl, I have a Cholula thing yeah. in there for that. I like Cholula Cholula is my favorite of the hot sauces for what it's worth. Though, I, uh, I do have a little, it's not hot sauce, but now because of that like, that Mike's hot honey with pizza that has I have oh, that has revolutionized don't say, don't say how that I out eat there. pizza. I know I can't say it around here, but ninety seven point one to fum. <laughs> if I if I get pizza, I have to put the hot honey on it. Now that's just mm. like revolutionized eating. eating pizza for me. All right, yesterday we were talking about the Seahawks going up for sale. They will be uh, sometime in twenty twenty four. I am reading articles saying momentum is growing to get Dan Snyder to sell the Commanders. The owners need, you need 24 votes. 24 of his fellow owners need to say, get the hell out of here. And then he'll be forced to sell that team. Apparently, momentum is growing. And here's why it's growing. The Robert Sarver situation with the NBA has been a wake-up call with the Suns. Now, they suspended him for a year. They fined him, what, $10 million? The NBA did, The NBA did. He has since come out and said, ah, climate toxic, I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell the Suns and the Mercury. Players were coming out saying the punishment's ridiculous. There's no room for an owner like this. I think NFL owners are reading this situation saying this is not going to get any better with Dan Snyder. As a matter of fact, there's an opportunity for it to get worse because this guy's a big pain in the ass. And even though it, it takes a lot for us to say to our fellow owner, you can no longer own this team anymore because they certainly don't want that treatment coming to them in the future. It's become too big of a situation for them to ignore. I yeah. think the commanders are going to have to be sold. I think you're right. And I will just add to that. 
I think those owners right now are saying this is currently a Dan Snyder problem. If it if something else comes out and we haven't moved on this, it becomes an now all of us that's it exactly becomes a right. league problem. The other quick issue on that is I wonder if they'll actually get to the twenty four just because they may have twenty right now. But you know those few that are holding out that are the swing votes? That's where all the power is. And those guys love power. They love feeling like they're so they're gonna want all those other owners to tell them like, hey, here's why you gotta play ball with us. Hey, here's what we're willing to do. I wonder if there wouldn't be some leverage play that has added into all this where it's like, all right, I'll come over and, and do this, but it's gonna take some convincing. They what do you want to do be for recruited. me? Yeah. They I'm Wind I'm telling you they will want some little understanding of like, hey, you know I'm making a big decision here, a big commitment. What are you gonna do for me? I bet that's part of it, too. When will the college football playoffs expand to 12 teams? We'll chat about it coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slow traffic to watch out for. Traffic is delayed on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Plan on some backups in that area. And more delays expected on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you what we have going on tonight here on The Fan. 6 o'clock, Buckeye Show, Timmy Holt. 6.45, Jackets preseason goodness. Jackets and Buffalo Sabras. Mm-hmm. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Then I think when the game is over, it's Browns? Browns preview show? Okay. I think. Good times. Then after that. What is after that? The special hurricane edition of Perverted. Boy, you've got a lot of shows this week, Ted. I don't I think that's been like every night this week you've had a show. Very busy. Yes. Yeah, you've had yeah. Long days. By the way, speaking of the hurricane, obviously we hope everybody stays safe in Florida. We have some listeners that listen down in Florida via yes, the we app. Do. Quite a few. Listen online, so thank you for that. Hope you guys are all safe and are either you know, in a safe location there, or you've gotten out of there, out of the path of Hurricane Ian. But uh, I saw this, and this is a a known uh, indicator of how bad they think the hurricane might be. Waffle House? Yeah. Uh, Waffle House updated a reporter. Natalie Nasa Alund tweeted this out. Waffle House told me it now has 21 stores from Naples to Bradenton closed as Ian fastly approaches. This was four hours ago. If you're not aware of this, FEMA the you know emergency response agency for the government they monitor among other things they have a waffle house index i believe is what they call that where they will check the status of local waffle houses to see if they've closed or if they're open because they're always open they're open 24 hours 365 that's, that's one their of the thing. that's one of the documents trump had on the desk waffle house index <laughs> i want that document i just want to know where they all are so i can hit every he one had of them, them. Yeah, of course. Oh, you mean where the locations are? Yeah, I just want to know where it. they are. Right. I just want to get a little spreadsheet. But yeah, that's that's a that's a serious bit of business. When Waffle House closes down, that is where they know. Okay, start sending trucks to that location because we think that's going to be one of the hardest hit places. Because Waffle House doesn't just do that for nothing. Chiefs and Buccaneers are supposed to play Sunday night in Tampa. Now the Buccaneers have moved their staff and they're practicing in Miami. But if the 
you know, area is so hard hit that they feel like that game can't be played on Sunday night. They do have a contingency plan, and it's probably not what you think. What's the contingency plan? They're going to play the game in Minneapolis. Oh. Chiefs and Buccaneers in Minneapolis. The Vikings are in London. Oh, so they have a, so yeah. their stadium is available and ready to go. That's good. That's actually not a bad plan. I, I, I will say this. We just had the thing with the Queen happen. Obviously, the Queen passed away. And what happened? England instantly was like, all right, we're shutting everything down for a week. And then a bunch of other soccer games the next week, they were like, well, we know with the Queen's death, there's going to be a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of security needs. We're going to be pulling police officers from everywhere. We can't have these big soccer matches where we usually send a bunch of police officers and a bunch of security and things like that. We're going to have to have all that reserved for this situation with the Queen. Maybe it would just make sense to go ahead and if you're the NFL, I know the NFL likes to tell itself, we we do goodwill by playing during tragedies and traumas and no, things they're like gonna, that. they're going to play this game. No, 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 they're going to play it. Play it. Play it in Minneapolis. Don't, just say outright now, hey, Tampa, we don't know if you're going to be okay or not through this whole thing. We want you, though, to not worry about it. We don't want it to be a focal point. We don't want it to be a thing. Like, we don't want anybody to stick around because they have tickets for this. Like, no, this all needs to be, all focus needs to be on getting that community squared away after whatever this happens to be. Just have a general policy for the NFL. But if a hurricane comes through your city within a week of a game, we're just going to automatically say we're not going to play the game that week in that location. We'll refund everybody's money. We'll give you new tickets for another game, whatever. There's got to be a way to do that if you could. I, w- I would think it would make sense to move this game now and just go ahead and do that. College football playoffs will expand to 12 teams. The question is, when will it expand to 12 teams? There was a meeting held to discuss if it's feasible to do it in 2024, and apparently they have no answers after meeting. Isn't this like the third time we've had this story where it's like after a lengthy meeting, college football management committee, playoff management committee, says they need more time to determine if they can expand as soon as 2024. Uh, I don't know how you, at this point, how you don't know what you need to do, but Bill Hancock, who is the uh, executive director of the college football playoffs, said, we won't wrap up this week. It's never been done before, obviously, and so anytime you have a new new ground to break, it takes a lot of conversations to make sure you're not missing any details. doesn't take a lot of time. Here's the thing I noticed about meetings when I first got into the working world. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's the same way at every single company. You're probably listening to this right now, nodding in agreement. 99% of meetings are a waste of time. Because here's what happens. You'll get together, and you'll discuss, you'll recap what you talked about in the previous meeting, yep. accomplishing nothing, because we're just recapping stuff. And then you're talking about things that you would like to accomplish down the road, accomplishing nothing, because you're talking about things you want to accomplish. And then you say, well, let's get together and discuss it at another date. And then no progress is made in between. You're just, you're talking, you're wasting time, and the the right people usually aren't in the room to make things happen. They, the committee's having these meetings. What they should do is they should say, all right, everybody's here. ESPN people are here. 
right? Other right. television people are here to figure out what we need to do to open up this contract and what would ESPN want and how much is it going to cost. Instead of just discussing it amongst yourselves, okay, here's what we have to do. We have to call this person and this person from ESPN, then call this person at Fox. Are you on that, Fred? Yeah, I can be on that. And you talk about all the things you're going to do. And instead, get all the same people in a room for two days, order Chinese food, put on some diapers, and make it happen. That's all you have to do. Yeah, it seems like for this, for something as simple as this, too, I, I know I'm saying I'm probably oversimplifying it, but the answer is, does everyone here want to make more money? Yes. All right. We do have to figure out the logistics of which teams or, or which which venues are going to get what games. How Easy. are we going to do Home. this? Right. Next. Right. But again, then you have people who go like, well, but our facility, we don't know if it can handle it. We're about to sell this for billions of dollars and you're in a conference that makes billions of dollars. Figure it out or you forfeit the game. Next. Yeah, right. I think that's a pretty easy one, too. Uh, I I honestly don't know why the college football playoff committee and I don't know why they can't get this figured out. And if home site playoff dates, if that's a a sticking point, you're telling me you couldn't say, let's say, uh, out of nowhere, Illinois just has a great run. And this is a pleasant. Yeah, not going to. This is not going to happen. Well, right, because this is their dumb argument. I'm sure they're making in here is like, what if a team that we don't expect? What if they're not prepared? You know, because not every school is going to go out and instantly upgrade their facilities. Is like, well, we're going to be in the playoffs now. N- you may not be. You may never be. But there will be schools that didn't think they were going to be in the playoffs whose facility probably needs a slight upgrade. But let's just all keep in mind. These schools that we're talking about in college football, they're all hosting games regularly that are watched on TV, that are attended by tens of thousands of people, if not over 100,000 people, and they are places that could have a game on primetime television. What are we talking about here? Illinois or any other school, like name your bad school that could suddenly have a good year. I, I don't know why this idea of playing a home site playoff game would somehow throw everything into disarray. It shouldn't. All these places are capable of hosting games. They do it every week of the football season. Every big-level meeting should have a moderator or some sort of jury foreman. And their entire job is to just keep the conversation going. Well, that's what. That's why the people who run meetings effectively, it's a skill. Because that's exactly what they do. They say, all right, hey, that's good. We don't need to talk about that now. Let's get back on task. Let's get this done. Let's focus on this. Let's get this answered. Who's the person we need to call? And when's that call going to happen? And when's to the status point, update? To your point, Boone, North Carolina and App State right. can accommodate college game day rolling into town. On a on a couple weeks notice? Right. And, and doing the show from there. And if they needed to, I mean, that game was on ESPN Plus. They could have easily broadcast on, on regular TV. Of course they could. On ESPN of TV. Of course. They could have easily done that. What are we talking about here? We're not talking about fourth division soccer teams in Europe where their stadiums are 200 years old. Now, you know what it is, though? It's it's I'm sure a lot of these people that are going to be talking in these meetings, they're they're not thinking about could we get a football program together? Could we get a, a playoff together? Could we get all these schools to have their facilities at to a reasonable level in the next two years so that they could host these games? They're looking at it from corporate dollars and saying, where will we put sponsors? Where? What's the plan for when we have 19 sponsors for this thing? I know it has to make money somehow, but I would guess you can figure that out, right? I would guess you could figure out 
what ads are going where and how all that. I'm sure 90% of what's holding this up is the money side of it, not the football side of it. So just again, all these, all the people in this room would also tell you, Hey, we're about the student athletes and making sure they're okay. Yeah, right. You're about getting as much money as you can. Cause if it was just about that, you'd have already approved this and you'd say, yeah, or actually I take it back. If it wasn't about the money at all, you'd never do a 12 team playoff, right? It wasn't about the money at all. They'd say that's too much on our athletes. That's that's too many extra days during winter break where they should be having a break because they've had a tough season and a big academic year and they need that time to study or for finals or whatever. No, they're not saying they're saying that, but then going ahead and doing it anyway because they know it makes too much money. Monday night football is a thing again. Details next. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns on the roads right now. You'll find delays on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build and more slowdowns on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. Family Dollar has more for Halloween. Find everything for the perfect celebration from costume accessories to spooky decorations, paper and plastic wear, and don't miss their variety of candy from your favorite brands. Family Dollar, helping you do more. Eliana Ray with Fan Traffic. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. T-Bone's going to tell you about water. That's right, Mike. If you've got problem water, you need to talk to my friends at Connecticut Columbus. They can help solve your issues right now. You can take advantage of their $1,000 trade-in value if you upgrade your system to a premier water system. Or $700 off a K5 reverse osmosis drinking system. That's what I have in my house. Both of those, they keep the water fresh and clean. They get all the funk out of it. Gives us the best tasting water we've ever had. No more bottled water in our house. We love it. If you want to get that same system I've got, now's the time to do it. ConnecticutColumbus.com to get more and tell them you want to get the funk out of your water. Uh, Monday Night Football is the thing again. ESPN's Week 3 telecast of the Cowboys and Giants averaged 19.3 million viewers across ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, and ESPN Deportes, up 29% from Cowboys-Eagles last season. What a shock, another NFC East matchup. It was the most-watched Week 3 Monday Night Football game since ESPN took over the package in 2006 and the fourth most watched Monday Night Football game during that overall period. So let's examine this. First of all, NFL popular. Breaking news. Right. Um, second of all, they changed announcers. They paid 125, was it 165 million dollars for Buck and Aikman? Yeah. So I mean, that's a thing. We can't discount well, that. I will say, and I I am someone that has at times wondered how much that is actually worth. But to be fair, I mean. I like Buck and Aikman. I enjoy it when they're on. But I had taken for granted that just you have a kind of a bad crew on Monday Night Football for so many years they've had this. When you have a good crew on there, I do think that helps a little bit. I don't know if it helps to the tune of 29% up, but for sure. No, but it certainly lends to that. I feel like when I listen to that game, I'm hearing something that is... A better like it. It is almost a signal that you're watching something valuable and relevant because it's Buck and Aikman, and they're not doing the terrible games. You hear those voices, you assume it's a big game. Yeah, subliminally maybe, but I mean, the ratings are up twenty nine percent. So it's NFL good, 
and popular. It is Buck and Aikman spending $165 million on their contracts. Probably a combination of Giants are 2-0 and for the first time, and who the hell knows? Yeah. Right? So yeah. you have the Cowboys... Everybody's watching the Cowboys. I mean, that's and you a big have fan base, yes. People interested now in the number one media market in the country, in New York that City. That probably didn't hurt. More sure. than they would normally be because their team is normally trash. And I think you also can't just discount the fact that, hey, it's the highest ESPN game ever. They're putting these games on ABC again. All these games are on ABC. Now, they'd put them on ABC once in a while the past couple of years, but now they're just exclusively ABC, ESPN, ESPN2. And ESPN Deportes. You've got, you know, cable, you've got broadcast television, and I think that does matter. That signals this is huge when it's on so many channels. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I've, as I've said before, I've lost track of where it actually is on because my guy just pops it up now and says, this is the game. You click on it. And I don't even know what channel I end up watching. I do know the difference, obviously, between that and, say, the Manning cast, which I know is on ESPN2. But other than that, right, I don't know. I watched it this weekend, or this week, rather, on Monday night. I don't know if I watched ABC or ESPN, technically. I just clicked on wherever the channel, wherever the game was. They got your eyeballs. Yeah. All all I know is, ultimately, there's probably a lot of factors that accounted for this being big. But it's uh, sad to admit, I mean, this is why they put these NFC matchups, these NFC East matchups on. Because they're all big cities. And yes, at least in one case with the Cowboys, you have the largest fan base in the NFL. Without question. And then those other three cities are all top 10 media markets with large longtime fan bases too. Maybe not as big as the Cowboys fan base, but still pretty big. So yeah, the NFL's king. You add Buck and Aikman, you put it on network. I'm just telling you, I don't think, I don't think you're going to see next year. They're like, yeah, there's NFC East games. We never like them. Let's just get rid of them. They're not going to do that. They're going to keep airing them. Uh, Good news. Pat McAfee is coming for you this weekend. If you enjoy him. He's everywhere. He's got another show. Yes. On Tuesday, yesterday, ESPN announced the alternate broadcast entitled CFB Primetime with the Pat McAfee Show will premiere Saturday on ESPN2. It'll air simultaneously with ABC's traditional broadcast for NC State and Clemson. So they're going to be doing their version of a Manning cast, Pat McAfee and his cronies. Uh, good for him. He obviously seems like he has the boundless reserves of energy to do this because this is a guy who hosts a weekly, you know, technically a radio show, but it's on YouTube, it's on podcast, it's everywhere, but it's a radio show. It's what we do for a living. We know how exhausting that is doing a weekly show, a daily show. Then he does the thing now where he's on game day on Saturday mornings. There's prep for that. There's meetings with that. You've got to be on these Zoom calls. I'm sure he's not flying all those places until the moment actually occurs. And then he's also got this now primetime show at night. That's in addition to what he was doing. I know he's backed off of this duties for for the duties for this for now with WWE, where he was traveling around the country with that. I mean, I, he's everywhere, baby. I don't know how you have any energy after all that. Honestly, I mean, I know that's not working in a coal mine. Anybody would be thrilled to have the the platform he does, the money he does, all those things. But just from two guys who work in this business, it that seems exhausting. Well, and I, I said this when all this stuff was being announced. This dude has made a tremendous living for himself. He's made himself relevant after playing in the league. He's not hurting for money. But I wonder if there's going to be a burnout factor with the audience, not necessarily for him. 
Well, I mean, we, we'll find out. You know, right. there's there's going to be a point where it's just like, oh, this guy again. Yeah, I've, I heard him. I heard him this week, and I saw his shtick before. It reminds me of Jim Rome in the '90s, where you couldn't turn on the TV without seeing Jim Rome. He was everywhere, hosting his own talk shows on TV and on the radio and doing commercials. He was everywhere, and then the audience just said, "Oh yeah, he's bang the monkey guy." Got it, Jim Rome. I know what his shtick is. And he's still around. He's still there. His audience is a fraction of what it used to be. He's not a heavy hitter in the sports world anymore, even though he's still there and still filthy rich. And I just wonder if that's going to factor in for Pat McAfee, where the public say, oh, this guy again? All right, I've seen him. Yeah. Next. I, I get it, though. I mean, if I'm him, when they're calling you and asking, like, can we get you to do more shows? You're right. Maybe if you wanted to have a little bit more of a like stable career long term, but the amount I of don't money blame him the for amount, chasing no, no, the cash. No. I'm saying the amount of money they are throwing at this guy, right? Like it may be in five or ten years, he's kind of moved into a world where it's like, okay, he's got his loyal followers, but the sports world's moved on from him. That was a fad ten years ago. He's not as impactful now. But like Rome, right? Rome had an impact for a very long time on the sports culture, and then it went away. But he, he, for that time, was very impactful and, like you said, became filthy stinking rich off of it. I'm sure Pat McAfee wasn't hurting for money before he got into this, given he played in the NFL, but I, he is he is making probably more money than he ever made in the NFL doing this. And and oh, I don't blame oh, him for absolutely. I don't blame him for turning off for not wanting to turn that money faucet off. But this is a guy who was actually remember when he when he gave it up, when he stopped punting, there were people who were like, Why is this dude quitting? He was a good punter, he was like good at what he did. Why would the, why would he give that up to go into media? It's worked out for him. He yeah, made the right no call. Uh, speaking of uh, kicking and punting, Parker Lewis, Buckeye kicker, has finally been cleared to play by the NCAA. So oh, what, was, yeah. what was the issue? It was transferring from USC credits or something like not transfer. Like there was a concern about not having enough credit hours that transferred or some something snafu with that i guess well he transferred in thinking he had no problems he did have a problem it's the first four games of the season because he was not eligible but now he is eligible all right so i mean you got noah ruggles there and Jaden fielding there i don't know where he, parker lewis fits in well we'll find out right i mean if there are if if any issues are, pop up then you, you know what i have been someone else who's got some depth who can add Teddy, to that parker lewis can't lose is that true? I yeah, have, can't I haven't lose. heard that. Haven't heard that. Parker Lewis can't lose, can't miss kicks. I didn't know any of this. I'm mm-hmm. glad this is breaking news for me. Breaking glad to hear it. News. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the richest of the rich dudes coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Mm, lovely. Watch out for delays on I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. And more delays on I-70 eastbound between Livingston Avenue and US-33. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Hey, Taco Bell fans, double-decker taco or enchirito. Which one would you want back on the menu? From September 28th to October 5th, vote once daily for your choice in the Taco Bell app. The winner will return to participating stores for two weeks while supplies last. No purchase necessary. Eliana Ray with fan traffic. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Hello. Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. We got plenty of those coming in. Right, Keep them go. coming. At Man and Bone 971. Cucho Divot. 
says, is there a stadium or arena you don't like to watch on television? For example, every time there's something at the Carrier Dome or Tropicana Field, I won't watch because it just looks so dark, drab, and depressing. First of all, it's not Carrier Dome anymore. It's something. It's like a cell phone Some, company. But yeah, but I, Syracuse I know it, plays. Yeah. yeah, and he's I, right. I do those have are something. Those are a little gross. And actually, it's a team that the Jackets are playing tonight. Now they're playing it nationwide, so I won't have this problem. But the Buffalo Sabres, whatever the hell they call that arena, I find it to be so depressing. I hate the color of their seats. It's that old Gundarina tealish. Oh, color. Okay. There's so many empty seats. I hate that teal color. I can't stand watching games from Buffalo. But like the Pan- Carolina Panthers, that wouldn't bother you. Like, because they've got. They don't show the seats as, as much. I want to say they've got the lighter blue. Yeah, that's the seats, same but, sort of color blue. Yeah. Um, Quentin says, my guys. Hold on. What are some food items that you refuse to eat? Could be that you simply don't like the taste or texture or it just looks plain disgusting. Well, I don't refuse to eat much. I mean, I try everything. How are you on something? I've 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 never tried this. I'm curious if you have. Have you ever tried kimchi? Yes. Do you like it? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I didn't know if you had a just thing with like fermented cabbage. Right. I didn't know if that was a thing that you were for. No, I hate or... I hate ginger. Yeah, ginger's not for a example, thing for you. For example, we're getting sushi tonight. It's Samantha's favorite food ever. If she were going to the chair, she would request sushi as her final meal. Wow. So what will happen is I'll spend $80 on sushi, and then I'll be looking for like a quesadilla to make later. Because <laughs> that's know, what man. sushi is. I love, I love sushi, too. I love too, it, but, but then I'm just I'm like, I'm okay, that was after. good. What's for dinner? But they give you the ginger with that. Oh, the pickled ginger? If there's even a piece, like almost touching the ginger. Really? I th- oh, no, no, I can't. I can't have it. Cause Cannot I'm, have it. Like I don't like I don't like pickles. That's mine. I will. I've tried. I've tried every. Don't tell me like oh have you ever had them fried? I've had them fried every which way. I have given it the the spears a try. I have given the little pickle chips a try. I dip dip in in the sauces. Nothing. Nothing. I don't like pickles. But if like if if like, I go to Chick Fil A get their sandwich, I always tell them no pickle. If they put the pickle on, I just take it off. I can tolerate the little briny flavor. A little bit of it. The essence of pickle is not essence terrible. Essence of pickle, but it's not my. It's not my favorite. I really don't like the taste, but I can tolerate it because it it's fine. You can't even tolerate the no. insinuation no. of ginger on your sushi. Hate ginger. Okay. Hate it in all its forms. Hate uh, organ meat. I don't do that. Okay. Yeah. I've, I, I've, I've never really eaten a lot bugs. of organ meat, but Kristen's had a like a deep fried cricket. I refuse. You would need a like deep fried. No bugs. No, no, no. Just to try it. That's no. what uh, no bugs. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know if deep fried would allow you to. Bugs get over are that. the wave of the future. Great. I'll be dead. Bugs are the wave of the past. All of you. No, that's I'm what, just saying. That's what we ate back in the day. Okay. Fine. That's real. If you want to get down in there, you're little like, oh, we're eating like our ancestors. Then go out and grab some crickets and just start chomping because that's what they were doing. They were hunter gatherers. They were foraging. They were getting whatever they could get their hands on. Uh, meat sweats. Says a second for my fellow fast food fatties. Thoughts on Bojangles? Do you like it? I've never had it. I have had it. I like Bojangles. But then he adds this. He says, "How about now that you know that Timby Akapatuka owns eight of them?" Hell with them. Then I did not know that. Really? By the way, hell with you, Popeyes. You've done it again. Oh, I saw this. Popeyes took so away sad. the Cajun rice again. Why are you doing this to me? You took it away. It was terrible. You brought it back. I thought the world had come back to me finally. And now it's gone again because it was just a limited time tease. Give me the Cajun rice! 
Yeah, Cajun rice needs to be a staple. Why is that going away? Why? That's good. It's delicious. I hate you. Yeah, that's so stupid. They would take that away. Um, but yeah, I'm, I I do like Bojangles. I have, I am a fan of anywhere you can get a biscuit with chicken on it in the morning. So if well, Chick Fil A does that, don't they? Yeah, but uh, like I said, if I wanted a good chicken biscuit sandwich, Bojangles oh, is where I would go. That's what I would do. Oh, anyway, shade around. <laughs> but now I know it's Tim Biakabatuka. I did not know that. <laughs> Uh, this is from Urban's Lil Meyer. In the spirit of your burnt burger a few weeks ago, Common Man, what are some of your guys' worst food experiences? Uh, he said, me and my cousin ate at a non-tourist trap area in Rome, and our pasta literally was hard. Um, that's, that's too bad. I'll tell you, I was in a, uh, this was many, many years ago. I was probably 12 years old and vacationing with my parents. We were driving down south probably to go to Florida. We didn't have any Waffle Houses in Chicago, where I'm from, but my father loved Waffle House. So anytime we would drive down to the south on vacation, we would stop at Waffle House for breakfast. Yeah. And so uh, we stopped, and I ordered some uh, some eggs. I wasn't, I'm not a big waffle guy. I like the savory eggs and, you know, the yeah, potatoes. right, right. So I ordered some eggs and uh, came out, and the waitress was you know holding many plates so she had my plate of eggs and she had her thumb pressed into my eggs oh, as she's oh, holding the plate oh, oh boy which on its own would have been gross except for the fact that she had a band-aid and was bleeding oh gosh from her oh, thumb oh and that was on my eggs and and i you know 12 and you know i think there's some blood on my eggs oh i'll take that back for you honey and she took it back and she was back in one second i could tell that she went back there and just wiped wiped the egg oh no (laughs) didn't give me a new egg no no wiped the egg is "Is this better honey and then i ate none of it and for many years i could not go back to waffle house i'm over it now well that's good but that was a traumatic experience uh angela's cakes says, what is the first dish or dessert you crave when it starts getting cool out? For me, it's my chili and my hubby's spicy 15-bean soup. Well, that could be good. I like cold-weather food all year round, and I normally will still make it, even though it makes you the make house You make a chili hot. in, like, July when it's swampy out? Well, it's swampy out, but, you know, I keep the house like an igloo. Well, that's fair. So you never go outside, so technically, is it really... I just anyway. I like fall and winter foods. I guess if I had to pick one, you know, I make like a a delicious meat sauce with meatballs, and I'll put some sausage links in there too. Very heavy Italian American dish pasta, mm-hmm. and so that's, that's what I crave. That's it. I'm I am a I love chili, but I am especially with the chili with the cornbread. Mm, I don't do I, I don't do a lot bread. of I don't do a lot of cornbread outside of fall and winter. But yeah, I am a sucker for that. She also said Angela did. Follow-up question. Chili, beans or no beans? For me, it has to have beans and buttered crackers on the side to dip. To each their own. I uh, I can do it with beans or without. I'll I kind go of pre- either way. I prefer it without. Yeah, I don't care. I'll I've had plenty, way. but some of the best chilies I've had with bean, and then I've had a few non-bean chilies that I've also really enjoyed. So yeah. I'll, either way is good. Uh, what was I going to say to you? I had something to say. About chili? Uh, Cornbread? Something. Winter foods? Cold foods? I don't know. Whole Foods? I've got it. Hold on, one. Steve Ballmer. I oh, got to play right. off my tweet. What? Uh, tease. Huh? Steve Ballmer has again. I got to lay off my feet. 
Why do you just you just said something that rhymed with whatever phrase you meant to say? I got to pay off on my tease. I got to hay on the peat. Like, Steve what does that even mean? Ballmer, the Clippers owner, has once again been rated the richest sports owner in the United States. His net worth is $83 billion. Newcomer and Broncos owner Rob Walton was number two with $56.7 billion. What a loser. Um, Steve Ballmer. David Tepper, $18.5 billion. He owns the Panthers. But Steve Ballmer, former CEO of Microsoft, you know, they were a company and they still mm-hmm. are. Yeah. $83 billion for him. Yeah. He's, uh, it's incredible too. When you have you seen all those videos of Steve Ballmer from back in the day when they launched like Windows 95? Did you ever see that video? No. There's a guy, if you, I don't know if Ted, if you've seen it, if, you, if we can find him, maybe we can tweet it out. Because there is a video of him and uh, Bill Gates and a bunch of the other guys. You know, I'm sure. Uh, who is it that just owned the Seahawks that that uh, passed Paul Allen? Paul right Allen. Yeah. Like all the big wigs from the Windows era, all those guys. They they are all on stage, and it's their like conference where they've got people from the tech world are in there, news people, people from their employees. And they're like, we're launching Windows 95, and. They're all wearing like Brooks Brothers polos. They look like executives and they're just up there with some hype music playing and they're dancing and Balmer looks like he is he is on everything that gives you extra energy, like energy drinks, whatever else might be in those cocktails. He is hyped beyond hype. His eyeballs are bulging out of his head. He just looked at his bank account. Well, that's we what would I all act like. That's that. what I'm saying. All these guys are dancing around like that. Like, yeah, we're launching Windows 95. It's like you're not doing this because you think it's a great product. You're doing this because you know it's going to make you lots and lots of money, or at least you hope well, it is. Maybe they do. Maybe they do think it's a great product. Well, that's. I'm sure. It, yes, that's fine too. I think but, we're still running it here at the radio station, <laughs> Windows 95. I have plenty more tweets if you want. Oh well, I don't have or time can, right now. So hold oh, on. I'm sorry. Do you need to uh, rake off all your sleet? What was it you said? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Say your words. Get the words out. This is a radio. This isn't TV. We can't screw around like they do over there. They just wave at you and everything works. Doesn't matter what they say. We have to actually say words here. They can't see us. It doesn't matter. I've been out here for 20 years. (laughs) They assume I don't know how to talk by now. They don't understand anything I say. We got on the news and notes. The on campus, the on campus coming up next. News and notes. Hit for campus. Leanna traffic. Leanna traffic time. Myrtle. Merkel, <laughs> Spaz, I don't know. <laughs> Common Man and T Bone. From Fan Traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. You good? You all right? All right, let's go. You're going to find some slowdowns on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan on some delays in that area. And traffic is backed up on I-71 northbound between Greenland Avenue and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach spin classes. Gusto supports the people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. Rolling out the guillotine, I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. I got something for you, Teddy. So, uh, my guy, longtime Cincinnati broadcaster Lance McAllister. Big Reds guy, right? Yeah. Yes. He put this poll uh-huh. on Twitter. 
Which would you prefer for the Reds? Lose 100 games? Avoid losing 100 games. I will tell you the votes were 56.1% to 43-something percent. Yeah. What do you think is winning? Probably lose 100 games. Lose 100 games. Reds fans are saying, go for the gold. So should you, Teddy. Well... I agree that mm. that should be where you land, Ted. But to be fair, it's not like Reds fans are like 80-20 on this. This is a little bit more split than I would have expected. I would have thought most people would want to see this happen. But Yeah, all and right. if they lose 100 games or 101 or whatever they can get to, you know, it, it, whatever, it won't bother me. So maybe I should just root for it. That's right. So Embrace chaos yeah. on campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Disc Seal, a non-surgical procedure for disc bulges and herniations. Visit DiscSeal.com. Bone. Well, man, I've got to start off on campus right down the street here because today, OSU women's basketball single game tickets went on sale. And if uh, you, you bought not, some, didn't you? I did because, you. you know, we're looking for big games here. We love big games. How about Ohio State taking on Tennessee? You ever heard of them? Lady Volunteers? Yeah. At the shot. That is the... Now, they have an exhibition opener against Notre Dame College. That's just an exhibition. That's Monday, October 31st. Everyone's going to be out trick-or-treating. I get it. You can't make that one. Tuesday, November 8th. Lady Vols, Ohio State. This women's basketball team went to the Sweet 16 last year. They've got basically everybody back, plus some additions, some transfers in. Players getting healthy left and right. I'm... I am excited to watch this women's basketball team this year, but do not sleep on this team. Ohio State women's basketball tipping it off Tuesday, yep. November 8th. Lady Vols. Let's make that the big. That's the best game men or that women. That is the best. That you're going to have the shot. Non-conference. Because yes. you look at that Buckeye men's schedule. What are you excited for? The game against Charlemagne the God that they're playing or whatever it's called? <laughs> right. Yeah, so I'm just... Chaminade. Yeah, our our family, we watch Ohio State basketball, men's and women's. We're excited about that. So we're going to be at the game. We got some tickets today, secured them, ready to go. And uh, by the way, nice and affordable, too. If you're trying to get out to watch a game, are you, it's a good one to go just, to. Are you doing a commercial right now? I'm, just ta- I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to do my part. Right, I just didn't know if this was hashtag ad. Tell no, them T-Bone no, no, sent no. you. I get, nothing, going I get on. nothing for any Let of this. Let me tell you about water and the Buckeye women's team. Yeah. You have well, funky water? Are you tired of funky basketball? Yeah, I want to see some good basketball. And I hope the men's team's going to do it, too. But we know the women's team is playing well. They're going to be excellent this year. So get out and watch them. And they need your support against Tennessee. That's what I'm saying. You feel like pee-pees are ruining basketball? Well, then, <laughs> I got a thing for you. <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to go there. Uh, this is back to football now. Florida Gators, they've moved their game against Eastern Washington due to Hurricane Ian. So be aware. There's probably going to be a lot of this uh, this weekend teams trying to figure it out trying to get things worked out now obviously they're not smack in the middle of where this storm is hitting right now but obviously it's in the path gainesville could be in danger as this storm continues to hit land we will see well, what they're that gonna means. get a lot of rain you yeah know, we just even, don't know if they're going to get all the yeah i don't know what the storm's going to look like once it makes right i mean they're not they're part. not getting the direct 150 mile an hour winds but they're gonna get a ton of rain and flooding yeah and, and so who knows if I'm just saying, keep an eye on that one. It may get moved. They're saying Sunday right now. It may get moved further than that. We'll have to see. Uh, also, recruiting uh, game here, Texas A&M, they have landed David Hicks, the number 17 overall college football recruit. Uh, he is a defensive lineman, big-time prospect for them, number three recruit in the state of Texas, six foot four, 270-pound lineman. 
from Katie, Texas. He cut his list down to Bama, Miami, Michigan State, Oklahoma, Oregon, Texas, and Texas A&M, but has now committed. So we'll see if they hang on to that one. But they are off to a little bit of a slow start after their 2022 cycle. They had the number one class in the country, but they are uh, starting to pick that up quite a bit. So just to keep an eye on that. Meanwhile, Boise State, their quarterback, or one of their quarterbacks, Hank Bachmeyer, he is, well, no longer Boise State's guy. He told ESPN he has initiated the process of entering the transfer portal, expects to be listed there officially in the next day. He's a four-year starter at Boise State, but leaving before playing in his fifth game of the season, he preserves two seasons of eligibility, so that's a big deal. 29-game starter in his career for the Broncos, had a lot of success and a lot of experience. So the thought is this could make him a very highly sought-after guy. More or less sounds like to me a guy who said, I think I can do better than Boise State. I think I can be on bigger stages than Boise State. So rather than have one more year here and then be done, I'm going to get two years of eligibility if I transfer out now. It's an interesting strategy. We'll see if it pays off for him. Right. By the way, women's basketball. OSU women's basketball single-game tickets on sale. Just wanted oh to, did God. I hit that already? Yep. Okay. Got wanted it. to make sure. Do you want to, like, coach, like, no, I, don't, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't claim to know anything I mean, about how to tell them what to do. Well, I mean, just, you're, you're shooting hoops every day. That's fine. You're a basketball I'm savant. I'm a fan of basketball. I love basketball. And the women's game, we need to talk about it. So there you go. I talked about it. We're going to talk about it more. I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to be annoying about it. There you go. <laughs> now, I don't believe that for a second. When you get interested in things, you normally do a pretty good job of keeping it to yourself. That's right, yeah. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Lane Avenue east of Riverside Drive. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful over here as things get cleaned up. A 15 to 20 minute slowdown is expected in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't fit meditation apps or feed the planet. Gusto supports the people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Plenty of those coming in. By the way, we had a few people asking about your hot sauce. You said you had a green chili habanero hot sauce. Yeah, I forget the name of it. It's uh, it, We had JD's Myth tweet in. And said, is this the one you have? And it's a picture of a hot sauce, salsa picante de chili habanero. Yes. El Yucateco. Yes, that is the one. It's green. Yeah. You, that is a longtime favorite of mine. I will say, if you've ever seen like a green chili hot sauce at a restaurant, it was probably this one. Right? I mean, this is a fairly, yes, a fairly I, common I have green seen chili. Yes, at Mexican yeah. restaurants on the table. Yeah. But it's a, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, we also have uh, Alex with an interesting question. He said, has... Any of uh, Leanna's sarcastic comments after traffic, like when she's doing traffic and we we say something stupid and then she gives a little witty retort, have they made you LOL and why don't you respond with an equally re- sarcastic comment? Well, I mean, Leanna's trying to do her job. She has a limited amount. Yes, Leanna has several witty Plenty comments. Plenty of times has made us laugh. That make us chuckle and we get a kick out of it, but I'm not going to interrupt her while she's doing her traffic. She has a limited amount of time to get it done. And if we just started talking to her during the traffic, even though sometimes we'd like to, traffic would go on for five right. minutes. We'd never get anything done. Well, and also, I mean, again, not usually the case, but it would be our luck, too, that we would have something fun with her where we would have a little 
banter back and forth and she'd be like all right anyway seven people are dead there's a huge car fire you better avoid all of six seven like just it would it would not go well for us if we tried that so i i think that's probably best to just we are professionals let the joke happen unless we're playing fart noises during her traffic (laughs) which we have been known to do uh this is from fc creed i hope this is yeah right i hope it's like a soccer team based around creed uh says what is the largest animal you think you could take in a fight not to the death just to see who retreats first no weapons allowed one of our friends said elephant get, get out, out of here, of here with the elephant. Dumb, you know what though that person shouldn't be your friend that's stupid eliminate that person from your life now i was just telling you in the break because i've been doing the little nature walks i go outside i enjoy it i have i have like scared off deer that are you know they weigh a maybe 150 200 pounds a big deer might be kind of heavy but they're not known for their attacking prowess no like, but they will bite you oh i'm sure they they'll would give if you they, ticks or something they'll give <laughs> they give you ticks well they have ticks they deer ticks yes yeah, and then well, and they, then like they bite you and they have deer diseases they don't typically deer rabies. Want, they i'm saying like i have encountered lots of deer on my walks and usually what they do is they look at you with a they give you the teacher in study hall who's like hey cut the crap i know they give you that look and maybe then if you, you start run into that one them, deer yeah you're right that, you know you're had right. a bad night and wants to swallow up on you i'm telling you the largest animal that i know i have scared off who was staring me down and i've just walked right towards him and like hey hey deer yeah and i just make noise it runs off so that's like a deer but again i don't think that's big accomplishment. I, I wouldn't do well with any animals i this was many years ago i was shoveling snow you know how it is when it's still sort of snowing and everything's soft. It's very quiet out there. Yeah. It sounds like there's nobody's driving around. It's like there's just cotton balls surrounding you. Everything's yes, so quiet. It's, it's, yeah. And so the only noise is me shoveling the snow. And I'm on the driveway and I turn around and there is a fox five feet away from me. Oh. Didn't that run. Would be, did, that just, would be an just, interesting experience. Just staring at me. And I'm staring at him. Mm-hmm. And our gazes meet. And foxes aren't big. They're small. No, they're tiny. But I'm tinier than you probably think if you're thinking of a fox. They're small. But I'm thinking to myself as we're just having a staring contest. Could I do anything with this? You know, like I didn't know if like, you know, what's that Star Wars one where Yoda just sort of hobbles around he's moving very slow and then when it's time for the lightsaber oh fight he's, right. he's like a ninja moving around right, all over the right, place like i'm yeah. looking at this fox thinking it looks like slow yoda it looks like i can take this thing no. but once it starts is it gonna go crazy on me well that's just it right i mean luckily it just after about 30 seconds trotted away yeah most foxes i don't think would want to mess with something as large as a human but your point is well taken if you had a rabid fox that was like i want to mess with this human it, do you like getting bit because those things will bite I you i did have a shovel okay oh so I, was well, gonna, I was gonna use the shovel he says no weapons oh no i'm weapons. saying right like for example bobcats are not big you know like a lynx or a bobcat no, something like that mess you i up. would not go anywhere near something like anything predatory that's that size I wouldn't mess with now like angry house cat. I wouldn't mess with no, but like again, not talking to champion steer, but like a cow, like a large cow running at me would, I'd just be like, well, I'm going to get out of the way of that. And then I'd probably be able to scare off a cow, you know, that's, but again, those aren't, they don't have teeth that are going to bite you and come after you. What about bodacious, the bull? 
No, no, no. I'm I'm no champion steer, nothing like that. I'm saying your average run of the mill at the farm, Bessie getting milked, that kind of thing. That's the cow I could probably handle, but that's about it. Teddy, I, I know I shouldn't ask this. Do you remember the probably two-year stretch where Chris Spielman was obsessed with Bodacious the Bull? Absolutely, yeah. Didn't <laughs> well, he get a sweatshirt with Bodacious what? on it? What happened? I don't even know what this... He was obsessed with him. What Bodacious was a... Was that like a PBR bull? Like a professional bull rider thing? I he heard, was one of the best of all time. Yeah, he okay. was like the most feared okay. bull of all time, and Spiels was obsessed with him. So every single show involved this multiple times. <laughs> Just him like, hey, man, Bodacious. You think you could ride Bodacious? <laughs> like every guest we had on. It's like, hey, Dan Dockage, could you ride Bodacious? <laughs> oh, my hey, God. Again, I don't, I don't fault that at all because how many stupid things have we taken off and just kept going with over the years? Speaking of, natural born fatty, a.k.a. natty fatty. That's what I would call him. Says, yeah. says, so when is the Eduardo the Eggplant book coming out? I heard it on a flashback, and I think we all need those books. Remember the children's? I don't, I don't remember. We're going to do a children's book called Eduardo the Egg, or Ed, yeah, Eduardo the Eggplant. But what does he do? I forget. I mean, I think he prepares children for life's disappointments. Yes. Oh, that's life's right. Disappointments. We do need books like this, of course, because all the other ones are like, "You're going to do great. This is awesome." I know, but we need the children's book where it's like, "Hey, man, I'm a." I'm a sophomore in college and I just missed my period. What do I do? Mm. You're like, you need that book. Do you need that at five? I mean, I to guess it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt to have to, it. To, no, you don't. You're not going to face that problem at five. No, but you just get it in your head of but like, just, this is how it's going to go. Yes. And then when right. you do face that problem, you're like, I rem I remember this from the book. <laughs> That's like, I'm 42 years old. I right. still think about the lessons I learned from Mr. Rogers. Sure. Yeah, that's you're right. That's true. He keeps some things in perspective. We just had one. I was reading to uh, Abby, our youngest, uh, Pete the Cat. You ever read the Pete the I Cat books? I love Pete the Cat. Pete the Cat's great. He had a book where everyone told him, you know, he's like, what should I wear to school? They all gave him a different suggestion. And then he put all the clothes on. He looked like an idiot. And then they said, does Pete the Cat look cool? And the first time I read it, my daughter, because she's used to all the other books that are like this, she goes, yeah. And I, and then it, and then you flip the page, the book's like, no. Pete does not look cool. He looks ridiculous. And they said, yeah, because he's trying to be something he's not. That's a good message. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Don't, don't I like that. Listen to everybody else. You got to be you. That's good. I like that. All right, rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Miles Garrett suffered a shoulder sprain and biceps strain, as well as cuts and bruises during his car accident earlier in the week. Andrew Barry says he's already cleared concussion protocol. His status for the weekend is up in the air, but... At least he escaped any sort of significant injury. Greg Norman talked about the enormous interest Liv was getting from TV networks. And by enormous interest, that means Liv is stealing Ron Popeil's business model. They're essentially going to be doing paid programming on Fox, FS1. They're going to pay for the time. They incur all the production costs. They have to sell whatever advertising they're going to sell and fox i guess just says okay whatever yeah in the business of media this is like the third level first level the way it usually goes is what you see with most you know college pro sports the networks pay to get the rights to these games 
Then there's the second level, the in-between, like those sports and live. And that is like, say, your spring football leagues when they start up. I'm not saying they all did this, but some of them may have done something where the deal was struck to say, all right, we're not going to charge you for this airtime. We're going to give it away to you for free. However, the TV network will then sell the ads, do the production costs. That's their buy-in, more or less, for the rights. And then they'll, if there's anything to reap from that, if they get any benefit from that, but they're they're just glad to have the programming. So that helps them out, and maybe they get some sales off of it. The third level, again, because all these networks are desperate for live programming. Anything that gets someone to watch our FS1's network. FS1's desperate. They got nobody watching FS1. Exactly. So they, for them to say, no, thanks, we won't pay for it, but if you want to pay us, I guess we'll let you use our network. That's telling you just how little interest there is in this product. Right, and you live. have to incur all the production costs and try and sell advertising. As a matter of fact... There are some advertisers who have jumped on board. Oh, wow, we we good. have some of the commercials that are going to run. Let's hear them during Live Golf on FS1. Alex Jones here for Lizard Cream. Lizard Cream is the easiest way to tell if your loved ones have turned into a shape shifting lizard person. If nothing happens when you put the cream on their skin, you'll know they're a shape shifter. Also, don't put Lizard Cream on your own skin because uh, it burns really bad. Yeah, unless you're a shape shifter, then it won't burn. That's how you know. Available in one-gallon tubs for $269. No tax ever, because I'm not giving the government a penny of my money. Go to AustraliaIsn'tReal.com and use promo code Kyrie Irving to get 1776% off your order. I'm Alex Jones, and I also don't believe in hurricanes. I did go and order a tub. Did There's you? some people who work here that I think are lizard people. I, that could be. Uh, here's another one. Hey, that's a nice new truck you're driving there. All this? That's just my new Saab Diesel 3500. Did you say Saab? I thought they were out of business. They make diesel trucks? Yeah, and they personally guarantee they'll kill a baby orca for every year you own your Saab Diesel 3500. Oh, wow. Saab hates the planet almost as much as I do. Maybe even more. Saab, we're back. And we make trucks now. It's a good tag. It's a simple tag. We're back and we make trucks now. Uh, not everything can be a commercial. Sometimes you have to run some PSAs, and here's a public service announcement they're going to run during Live Golf. Daddy? Yes, Kelsey? When I grow up, I want to be the president of the United States of America. <laughs> Huzzah! No, honey, that's, a, that's not a possible scientific fact that women can't be president. Now... Go on and play with your toy vacuum. Toxic masculinity. Spread it around. Oof. You sound like a lot of the people in these commercials. Huh? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. The Manning brothers need to stop apologizing for being interesting. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays out there. You'll find an accident on Lane Avenue east of Riverside Drive. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful over here. And you'll find 270 northbound before US 33. An accident on the right side. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This 
is Common Man and T-Bone. You know, Bone, it's Wild Card Wednesday. I have heard that. And uh, we actually have a prize we to do. give away for a Wild Card Wednesday that we like. Do you have anything that strikes your fancy? I've got one here. Uh, this one will go out to uh, Dave Williams, Ted, on Twitter. He tweeted at Man and Bone 971 He said, my guys... If you could go back in time and save a television show from being canceled, mm. what show would you save? Mm. Mm. He you know said, what? here's the one he said, I would have saved the animated series The Critic starring the great John Lovitz. I'm not going to go and save a series that had a significant run, even if I happened to like that series and wanted to see more of it. Right. Uh, I will go and save the, the show Freaks and Geeks. Oh, yeah. It was a on lot of for people one season. I enjoyed it very much. And I think it would have continued to grow and get better. So that's my choice. Yeah, that's a good one. Mine would have been at the time. Now, they came back and remade a few years afterwards, but it was not the same. Arrested Development in its prime. I didn't care for what they no, did when no, they No, no, no. When back. it came back. But it, but everybody had like aged a little bit. The show, you know, they tried to bring it back and recapture the magic. And they just were all at different stages of their careers. I wish they would have kept that going a few more years. But right, yeah, so this anyway, guy? Dave Dave Williams wins the prize today. Dave Williams gets a $50 gift card from Romeo's Pizza. Do we have this to give away every week now, or is this just a one-week thing, Teddy? We will have that through football season. Oh, okay. A little Romeo's uh, oh, gift package oh, there, right. too. Yeah. Yeah, we there have a wild card Wednesday that we happen to like. Some pizza may be yours. So the Manning cast uh, averaged 1.4 million people this week, and Eli Manning had a line. During the game where Russell Wilson is playing like crap, uh, Denver's punter kicked the ball 10 times. And Eli said during the broadcast, they should have paid that punter $235 million instead of Russell. It was mm-hmm. a good line. Great line. Right? He's saying what other people are thinking. This is why I watch something like that, to hear a line like that. Coming from Eli Manning. But we can't have that now. Eli doesn't want to piss anybody off. Peyton doesn't want to piss anybody off. Uh, Eli was talking to Michael McCarthy of FrontOfficeSports.com, and he said, I don't think we were trying to be critical. I think we always try to support the guys that are in the game. I think sometimes, hey, it's live TV. I never try to take a real shot at somebody. I think that was obviously a very outrageous joke because a punter had 10 punts. Nothing against Russell. He's going to do great. Okay. Yeah, come on. You guys have actual good personalities. I enjoy Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, even though I make fun of the, you know, sing-songy hillbilly. I've got the sinus infection voice for Peyton. He has a good personality, too. Stop apologizing for having opinions, though. Stop it. Well, yeah, that's frustrating. And what's also frustrating is I wish Eli Manning and other guys in his spot who say something on a broadcast, like, you know, like a sports broadcast, and then later go, well, my I didn't mean that. That was unprofessional. I am so sorry. D- do you know what passes for, air quotes, professional dialogue these days in sports? Have you checked in on any of the networks that cover sports like ESPN, FS1? Have you seen any of their talking head shows? Today, I saw on what is uh, Stephen A's show that he does? First take. First take. With it, Chris Russo was on with him today. Mad Dog. Their topic they were discussing can Lamar Jackson win the big game? Can Lamar? The guy is playing arguably as good a football as anyone in the league right now. And the thought you had today was, yeah, but can he win the big game? What are we talking about? 
Go. That's the time you go for Russell Wilson and say, is this guy any good? Does he still have it? That's a different. You could do that today. Maybe they did that earlier. They got a lot of nonsense to fill. Right. My point is. They all can't make fake live golf commercials like we do. (laughs) Fair enough. All I'm saying is, like Eli Manning, if they can go and do that, if they can go out there and say that some guy who's playing arguably an MVP, MVP caliber right now at the start of the season is like got questions about his resume. You can certainly say about a guy they spent 200 plus million dollars on. Hey, he doesn't look that good right now. You can certainly have that take and it's not out of bounds. So I don't know why he felt he had to backtrack from that. That's stupid. All right, I got some quarterback news for you. Andy Dalton, the ginger ninja was taking first team practice reps for the saints in London today. The saints are just saying it's a rest day for Jameis Winston. He should be back tomorrow. They are in London to play the Vikings, but it was Andy Dalton getting first team reps today. And Zach's, or Zach's, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson has been cleared to start against the Steelers this weekend. So he's ready to go. All right. Joe Flacco, no more. Well, let's see what uh, Zach Wilson can do. I'm, I, re- <laughs> I feel like the good shirt to have if someone's not made it yet, they should, is Zach Wilson's mom's book club. Like, someone should make that shirt and sell it, because I bet people would wear it. But this guy may go on to have a, a great season. We'll find out. You were very high on his chances. No, I was not high on his chance. I said I saw something in him. Well, that's very high. There's a, no, it's not. I said there's a chance he may do something. There are some guys I look at and say there's, there's no chance. No chance. No. Well, He's I, got a Mac chance. Jones does nothing for me. Daniel Jones does nothing for me. Tommy Lee Jones does little for me. Butch at Jones this point. does nothing for you. Right. I mean, I look, you watch Daniel Jones. I know he was running around trying to not die because the Cowboys were chasing him around on Monday night. But do you for a second think that Daniel Jones will ever be a difference making quarterback in the National Football League? No. No. You've seen enough from him. Right. You've seen enough. Same thing with Sam Darnold. I didn't see anything with him. But Zach Wilson's got a little spark. Now, There's lots of guys who have had a spark, and then it amounts to nothing because they can't consistently put it together. It's almost like having a game, not that hard to do. Having a season, then having a career of consistency is hard to do. And I don't know if he can do that, but I think he has the ability to be something special. Right. And and I was kind of giving you crap about that, but obviously I I think you're pretty measured on your take. I think it is interesting, though, to your point about having a game versus a season versus a career – I think a lot of people who overreact after the first few weeks of football, either way, would be good to remember RG3's rookie season, right? Where we had people saying he may be the greatest. He has the potential. Wasn't it Ron Jaworski? Was that? I'm trying. No, that was. Oh, no, that was talking about Kaepernick. That was Kaepernick, which was nine games. That wasn't even the full season. Yeah. But there were people at the time saying RG3 may be like MVP level in a few years. And obviously, I know he got hurt and then his career was never the same, but. That was a guy who put together a good season, right? I think he was rookie of the year, wasn't he? Yeah. And he, he hurt his he hurt him his leg right late in the season, I want to say. Maybe last game or game before the last game, something like that. And just never came back the same. But putting together a game or two versus a season is tough. And then even if you have the good season, Carson Wentz had a good couple seasons, didn't he? Where's that guy now, right? I mean, we know where he is. He's not playing any good, but he is he's still in the league. But it just it doesn't mean that just because you have a good season or two, you're even going to be a lock to just suddenly get it all figured out. Apparently, the state of Ohio watches too much football. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some delays on Lane Avenue east of Riverside Drive. This accident does involve injuries. Please use caution over here. And another crash on I-70 eastbound at Hamilton Road. Traffic is slow here as well. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. As the leads change, leave the hiring to Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, This one is from C West. Said, what's the most annoying part of your commute to work every day? I mean, other than all of it, just like having I, to I don't mind. do the driving. I like to drive. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I like to drive where there's not. A, I like to drive on roads that are fun. Driving like in straight lines with two semis just stacked in front of you for miles on end, going fifty five. That right, I don't well, that, yeah, that, fun. That's no fun. That's what I don't like. I have a part of my commute where it's two lane freeway, and that happens often where couple idiots would just be side by side going 10 miles under. Yes, that is annoying. That's annoying. Uh, number one for me, though, would be potholes. Oh, sure. I, yeah. I hate them. I would actually like to have a really tiny, small... I used to have tiny, small cars with sports suspension and very thin tires. And then I would hit these potholes down here. And the whole car would shake. And the wheel bends. And I got to pay $1,000 to get that fixed. So yeah, that's no good. That's no good for me. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, Russell says, this is a a wild card Wednesday. (laughs) Saw a guy park for the OSU game on a yellow curb. He got a can of gray spray paint out from his truck and painted the curb. Oh, man. Menace or genius? Well, don't do that. No, don't do that. But that's amazing that someone even attempted. I'm shocked that someone would actually be bold enough to do that. But yeah, don't. I wonder if that worked for him. I'm sure it works as long as you don't get caught. But again, that's like a lot of crimes. They work until you get caught, and then suddenly they don't work, and it's bad. Now, is that that's probably a special kind of ticket, because that's just not a parking violation. That's vandalism. Oh, yeah. If they catch you doing you that. Because someone's got to come back and... Right, you're, I admire you're the defacing balls. public property. I, I would never do it. Uh, let's see. We've got this one from JD's Myth. I was discussing advertising jingles the other day, and always Coca-Cola is my absolute favorite. What are your favorite advertising jingles? Now, favorite I advertising jingles. There, there are a few that I've that I've liked over the years, but there was the Florentine restaurant from years ago. Oh, I think yes, I brought this Florentine. up before. They used to advertise on this station. They're no longer around, but the Florentine used to have some brilliant commercials. We used to air on this station. But they had a jingle where they would sing, and it went something like, The Florentine, where neighbors get together, an Italian dream, the Florentine. That I've not heard that song in probably 15 years or more, or longer. And it's still... I can, when did they go out of business? It wasn't not, that it long ago. It wasn't that long ago, but I don't think they were doing those commercials all the way up to the end. But yeah, that was a good spot right over there in Franklinton. Like... Excellent Italian food. I wish it was still around. What's the other place that's been around forever? TAT? Is that still? TAT, Restaurant still Familia. Yeah. Good pizza. TAT. If you've never had it, that's, they say TAT is one of the ones that claims like to be the originators of the Columbus style with the cracker thin crust and all that. I definitely recommend trying it if you've not had it. I can't think of any jingles. Teddy, jingle for you? Strikes your fancy? 
How about the uh, Mentos commercials? Oh, Mentos was maker? great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mentos fresh and full of life? Those, those are like a journey. Fresh goes better. Mentos freshness. Yeah, but it was always something where, like, there's a wedding, and then the bride has, like, done something that no one would do in real life, like, forgotten the wedding gown, and then all of a sudden someone shows up with saran wrap and, I don't know, whiteout, and suddenly they're like, hey, we made a wedding dress, and then yeah, fresh MacGyver <laughs> apparently exists in every Mentos commercial where they figure out a way to get through the terrible situation. Well, you can do more when your breath doesn't stay. <laughs> can you? That's what, that's what that they tell real, me. Is that a real thing? I, I think did not so. know that. That's why surgeons, they're always popping mints. Yeah, that's, that's good. You're not going to cut open someone's cavity when your mouth stinks. That's true. Uh, Richard Marks says, my guys. He says, what would be one moment in sports history in the last 50 to 60 years that you would go back and attend, and why would that be? Also, if you could choose a future moment to attend and witness as well, what would that be? I'll, I'll tell you one that is destined to happen that I, I know is happening that I would love to attend. What? Because a lot of future ones, it's like, well, if the Browns won the Super Bowl, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen, right? But you can create it. Okay. Right? Like, I would create Nationwide Arena, Stanley Cup Final, oh, yeah. Game 7, yes. Jackets win in overtime. I would, ooh, I didn't, yeah, winning like a, oh my like God. a two overtime or three overtime. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Just, oh. Doesn't matter what number overtime. Game oh. seven, Stanley Cup final, home team wins in overtime. Get out of here. We were at the overtime win that the women's national, the women's hockey team had at OSU when they advanced to the Frozen Four. And that was like pins and knees. I can't imagine doing that at Nationwide with 18,000 people. But I will say the one I would like to attend in the future, when I was a kid, if I had any NBA team I considered myself a fan of, it was the Seattle Supersonics. I loved Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, that whole era. I've talked about that. They're going to get an NBA team. I would love to go to the first game with the new team. I think now they'll probably get blown out. They'll probably be terrible. But I would love to see that moment happen, like bringing back a team. I wouldn't do it because I'm not a, like, I didn't grow up in Seattle. I'm not a diehard Sonics fan. The people who can get those tickets who live there should get to go. But that's one I would love to go to check out. In a recent study compiled using geotag Twitter data through a trend software program, West Virginia, Ohio, and Nebraska need to take the weekend off from watching football. Okay. Uh, the study sampling from betonline.ag is based on the last 40 days, which encompasses the start of both the college and NFL football season. The tweets tracked included keywords, hashtags, and phrases about significant others watching too much football. So, for example, you know, husband watches too much football, boyfriend watches too much football. They compile that. Okay. People's complaints that so and so is watching too much football. They geo tracked all that. They say West Virginia is number one. People watch too much football in West Virginia. Wow. Ohio's number two. People watching too much football. Nebraska's number three. You should probably stop watching football <laughs> in Nebraska. <laughs> yes, but the problem is they're just flipping on even like five minutes of the game and their significant others like, you know that's not going to go well for you. Turn it off now. Now, Iowa's number four, Texas five, Kentucky six, Indiana seven, Idaho eight, South Carolina, and Colorado, home of the worst college football programs on earth. Number 10. But again, this is NFL and college football. So we watch too much football well, in I the mean, state of Ohio. We have a lot to watch, though, right? 
I mean, you think about it. Ohio State's always good. So you got a lot of people who are going to tune into that. And you said this includes NFL t- games, yes, too? That's right. So then you've got two big fan bases for the Bengals and the Browns. Bengals had just gone to a know, Super Bowl last year. People are ignoring their responsibilities because they're watching too much football. You well, know, there's I, not enough inbreeding in West Virginia. There's uh, not enough meth cooking in I don't, in Iowa. Probably in Ohio they cook some good meth too. I, hey man, I I'm not, I've not been everywhere. Maybe if my cousin stopped watching football, he can cook some more meth. Yeah. Well, all I know is I'm not surprised that people here like to watch football, and I'm not surprised that you know maybe we take it occasionally a little too far. Let's come up with something for each state. So West Virginia, I said inbreeding. Ohio, what would we have? Meth here? What do you mean? As far as our like, vice? What, what are you doing instead, instead of, watching of watching football? football? I mean, something ridiculous why, for each oh, state. I was going to say, why couldn't it just be like yard work? No, no, that's too common. I'm talking about <laughs> ridiculous. So I would say cooking meth here. Okay. Nebraska having sex with scarecrows. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, gotcha. I- Iowa, same. Getting no. lost in a corn maze? <laughs> Iowa is trying to figure out which direction anything is just because everything looks the same. I assume it's all just like, is this north? Is this south? The sun is just staying in the middle of the sky. We can't even, nothing tells us anything. Uh, Texas, maybe they're wasting too much time watching football and they're not spending enough time trying to secede from the union. Yeah, that's right. That's what they That's what they wanted to do. Kentucky, get there. making moonshine, right? Bourbon. Come no, on, but I, please. No, that's no, please. That's on the up and up is the bourbon. No, no, you the, go on the in the backwoods and make the shine. Bourbon is just moonshine plus time. Okay, that's all it is. Uh, Indiana, what's Indiana? Um, Going to Mike Pence's house, listening I, to John Mellencamp. I was gonna say like worshiping at their Larry Bird altar. Okay, all right, maybe uh, Idaho. Potato, De- defiling, potato defiling potatoes. <laughs> Well, because potato farming is too normal. You have oh, to do something gross to potatoes. Well, maybe instead of defiling them, maybe what they're doing is carving little potato lanterns out of them instead of jack-o'-lanterns. That's just what they do every week is they okay. make little decorations for their porches. Uh, South Carolina, what would their thing be? Going to a clan probably, meeting? I was going to say being racist, probably. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> Sadly. That's probably what Colorado, it is. Colorado, smoking weed. Yeah, of course. Well, you know what? No, it's hiking. Everybody in Colorado is like, oh my God, I hiked a Fortana this week. I know, as I'm as I. Great. Good for you. You hiked a place. You hiked up a 14,000 foot mountain. You started at 13,000 like feet. You've come around to my way of thinking on Colorado because you used to mock me. No, but now you're there. No. Because no. everybody about Colorado is so obnoxious. In fairness, I am slightly jealous of all these people who are like, I climbed a mountain. It's like, you, you, you walked like a mile. Like, you didn't go to Everest. You started high. You started up there, and then you walked a little bit, and you're like, I'm at the top now. Yeah, because you're already way up there. Good for you. I'm jealous because here, if I walk like a mile, I've gone seven feet up in the air. I haven't gone up anywhere. They go up a mile. So they're you, already you the top. You want to hike mountains? I wish we had a couple. No, That's we don't just, need any mountains. Just one or two. Why, why does everything have to just be? Just one or two. No. I like being in a geographic area that no one wants to visit. I like it. I mean, I like... We have plenty of cool geography. I'm just saying a mountain wouldn't be bad. No, I don't want it. Forget okay, about it. fine. Fine. I made the mistake once I rescind talking, my about, request. talking about the mountains in West Virginia, or not West Virginia, in, uh, in uh, Vermont, and Bo Bishop started yelling at me. But, you don't know what a mountain is. It's like, all right. I didn't, they do have mountains there, though. I, I know not everything is Aren't snow-peaked they, and Rocky they, Mountains. I got no, it, Montana have, boy. They have mountains. They're not... Yeah, they're not... 
Those are hills. Mountains aren't real. I don't know when Alex Jones showed up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fine. You just, not everybody grew up in Montana. Montana is cool. Uh, You're right. It's also page. it's also larger than most countries for whatever that's worth. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on South Hamilton Road north of East Livingston Avenue. Please be careful as traffic continues to build in this area. Plan about a 15-minute backup as the road begins to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand's mission is to keep pets happy and safe with their forever families. Their exclusive technologies make their containment systems the most advanced on the market, giving your pet freedom to enjoy their yard and you confidence in their safety. Visit InvisibleFence.com to schedule your free consultation. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hole. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, Bone Man. Happy Wednesday, Happy middle of Wednesday the week. Happy Wednesday to you. Yeah, you too. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday, Bone. You know what? So the much to you, talk about. The two of you are so smug over here because you guys had a little moment today. What was where the I'm moment? I'm sitting in the office. I walk in. It's cold. There's clouds everywhere today's our day i'm looking at it like ugh, it's gonna be this for the next six months it, this will be a nice day for six months right it's gonna get colder and right. wetter and yeah. grosser and then you two are like hey well, if I, I could get if i could get a day like this every day i'd never live the best thing i've ever seen and i'm like i can't believe this how do you not want to have a little sunshine in your day can i Why do you not- want to have the overcast are we not entitled to have the days that we like? No, we have to why like everything bone likes. No. Everything why are, bone likes. Why is it we have to weird like it. to like high 50s and I love pure it. cloud coverage? I'm not I saying I like wait, it wait, to wait, be wait, pouring wait, down I rain. Sun. I don't need any sun. Sleep you know what, snow bone? and ice. I'm a bright enough person. I don't need sun <laughs> to brighten right. my day. That's right. We bring our own I sunshine. I bring my own sunshine. We have personalities that just have more rays of sunshine mm. than you could possibly You radiate sunshine. Yeah, that's right. You too, man. Thank you. I didn't say you couldn't like it. I'm just saying today was heaven for you, and I I find it weird. I've told I've told Kristen. I said, uh, look, when I retire, instead of moving to Florida, like most people do, we're we're moving to Scotland. Oh yeah, Vermont's not even good enough for me. I need to go to Scotland. Scotland is grand. Yeah. Oh man, you were there recently. It was un- it was unbelievable. I mean, we were there in the dead of summer, and it was they were having a heat wave when you were there. Yeah, but what was it seventy? I didn't get any of that. That's what. Forget about London and England. Scotland's well north of London, so they did not get those ninety degree temperatures. I did actually miss that by a week, so it probably got a little bit spikier in Scotland, but I think they got low 80s at the worst, and that's when London was experiencing its worst heat ever. Yeah, that's in like the Scotland, history of when it's mankind. low 80s in Scotland, they're, yeah. they're on fire. Yeah. The queen, I think, instituted that heat. She put she that heat into, the, into place. <laughs> but she yeah. loves Scotland. No, it was London heat. Why would she put the heat in place? Huh? What do we, I don't understand. Are you fishing for the queen? You're not getting the queen. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, do this all the time. No, you can't you throw can't, it out there. You and can't request her to show the queen. Up. She shows up I, when she shows up. I, 
I'm sorry. You want to get yeah, the queen all the time during yeah. this segment. You know it's not going to happen. I know. I know. I'm, I'll stop. I'm beginning I did, I did to think, fish, Jimmy. Right? It was a queen fish right there. I'm beginning to think you'd be bad at a seance because you'd be sitting there like, oh, are we going to get to talk to uh, <laughs> Jackie right. Robinson available? It's like, <laughs> no. You don't just get to pick. You don't make requests at the seance. It's whoever shows up. Make me a bicycle clown. <laughs> All right, what's coming up on the Buckeye Show tonight? Coming up tonight, uh, Dave will stop in for his weekly hit from 10TV. We'll sort of get his read on where the Bucks are at the third it's, way uh, point of the regular season. It's and Dave Holmes. You, you talk about people like they're Madonna. Oh, Dave. Mm. It's like, yeah, oh, Dave. hey, Dave. Dave who? Dave well, Thomas? Well, yeah, Dave Thomas. A seance for Dave Everybody Thomas. Everybody knows Dave. Yeah. We know Dave. He works here. But Dave Holmes from 10TV will stop by. Yeah. Yes, he will. Liter- right. Literally stop by. We won't have him on the phone because I say that about phone guests as well. Want to dig a little bit deeper into the offense without Jackson Smith and Jigba and I think a fun little battle within the team that we've got going right now. Hit on that too. Buckeye Show, top of the hour right here on the fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. I'm just saying, Dave Holmes, the segment should be a bunch of gambling advice, and it's called Sherlock Holmes. Think about it. Just a thing. Just a thing you could do. Anyway, this is also a thing you could do, but you shouldn't. If you're a boss in, I don't know, Tampa right now, maybe don't tell your employees, hey, well, you should come in for the hurricane. But that's what happened today. <laughs> come in for the hurricane? Yes. I'm sorry. Mike is just losing his mind. I, his cord got cord, stuck under his chair. My cord is wrapped around my he's, chair. He's just strangling me. Love, loving that happens. Yeah. I had to get up and straighten it. So uh, right. CEO of a Florida-based company downplayed the Category 4 hurricane that was bearing down on Tampa earlier today sent out a message to employees and told them to head into Tampa regardless of what the authorities were saying and even told them to bring their kids and pets to the office so nice. they could bunker down well, together nice. free rent. and keep working. Now, what is this vital service, you might ask? Is it like a nuclear power plant or some Solid type general. of... You know, something that has to be... No, it's Postcard Mania, a postcard marketing company has a 70,000-square-foot main campus in Clearwater. I guess that's the postcard capital of the world, Florida. I, makes sense. There's lots of touristy places in Florida that's you might go. That's a big place for just, I'm assuming they manufacture They there. probably manufacture, 70,000 yeah. square feet for little tiny cardboard pieces of paper. Yeah. Um, I think they do some importing and ex- exporting. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. It's Vandalay Industries is in the back. They said, uh, if you're being told to leave your home and you feel like you should and have no place to go, bring everyone here and then you can come to work. Nice. Uh, the, yeah. So just, that's just watch out for the sharks swimming in the parking Sounds lot. Sounds like a thoughtful boss to me. Well, then there's the line. There's sharks in obviously, the break room now. Obviously, you feeling safe and comfortable is the utmost importance. But I want to continue to deliver and have to and have a good end of quarter. Okay. Nice. Sorry that the hurricane got in your way, boss. We now have an alligator as a bouncer. <laughs> Guards the door. That's right. Buckeye show is coming up next. Jackets preseason hockey at 645. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You're going to find some backups on 670 westbound at 4th Street. An accident blocking the two left lanes. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Leonard Avenue in this area. Keep an eye out for the emergency crews now on scene. You might want to avoid this if possible. A traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's nachos are loaded with melty cheese and nacho cheese sauce plus crunchy fiesta strips, seasoned beans, tomatoes, and sour cream on top. Or try them spicy with jalapenos and a creamy chipotle sauce. Get them today at a participating Taco Bell location near you. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. From the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan.